And here I thought we could get a full screen. How about that? Does that does that look better? Begin with black screen. How, how does that work out for you? Anyway, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, sorry for being a bit uh, late and gay here today, but uh, as usual, I had to have my coffee. I was underestimate the preparation time that it does take to pull everything together, including importing clips, open up all the articles, get add lower thirds and stuff. But uh, hey, you know, we're, we're, we're learning here. Uh, we're, we're learning. Uh, all right. Anyway, good, uh, good to see you again. Hope you're doing well. Uh, it's always a pleasure having you with us. My name is Henrik, as you can see down below, if you can read. Uh, you can also check us out, of course, at redice.tv and redicemembers.com for all our shows and videos that we do. Uh, and, of course, it is Wednesday, my dude, so we're back with a no-go zone here today. Uh, feeling rejuvenated and refreshed for now. Did a little uh, stream yesterday there for the members, explain a little bit of what happened over the weekend. Uh, so if you're curious, uh, check that out because I shared some uh, some details uh, regarding, well, I mean, I think it's uh, it's probably... Uh, related to the, uh, you know, uh, biowarfare zone that we happen to be in here. You know, the experimental biowarfare zone uh, of northern uh, Idaho. Because this time around, it actually seems uh, that the hospitals uh, are full. <laughs> and so, well, make of that what you will. Uh, you know, we, we supposedly, you know, all the hospitals were full back in 2020. And it was just incredible and all that stuff. And then people actually bother, bothered to venture out. And people we had film, people filming the hospitals and stuff. Uh, and very little parsed up with what the media was trying to uh, push. Now, uh, actually have uh, one an older uh, acquaintance, a friend that we know that is in uh, hospital. And it, it dawned on me the other day, and it's like you always try to make this uh, you know either or type scenario. It's like either it's either it's everything that they say, either either it's all true what they say, or it's not at all true, and it's something completely different, right? Uh, but then you know. Praised be nuance. Maybe there's different things going on at different locations. For example, maybe there were th uh, zones back in 2020. You know, and have, here's where some of the the, the 5G conspiracy uh, people uh, venture into it, right? Uh, regarding coronavirus and the COVID-19 outbreak and stuff, stuff like that. That uh, well, it was where they were testing. Uh, you know, these towers and stuff like Northern Italy, New York, and and things like that. And maybe there's something to that, right? I, I don't know. As I've said before, anything's on the anything is on the table. We're, we're just so truth deprived when it comes to having accurate information from authorities uh, are concerned uh, that it's very uh, difficult to figure this out and parse this out so we're trying we're trying to figure this out we're trying to piece it all together we try to understand we try to expose uh, lies when we see them we try to uh, bring out truth when we see that and stuff like that uh, and my take here has been the, the it seems that we're seeing something different uh, in 2021 versus 2020 uh, you know, now we're actually seeing uh, hospitals being filled up in certain areas. And again, maybe they, maybe there were some areas back in 2020 where that did happen, but then they inflated it in other uh, areas, right? We, I mean, we had all the dancing TikTok nurses. What the hell was that about? Choreographed things like they're the most overworked uh, ever and the, the you know, ICU capacity, hospital capacities to the max. And like, what the hell is that all about, right? Um, so the point is they're lying to us. And so we're trying to figure that out. And we're trying to understand uh, what exactly it is and how severe it is, the situation we're looking at here, when it comes to the ongoing depopulation attempt by the ruling class, because that's what I think is going on here. Uh, and I think the majority of this, uh, the, the majority of the things that we've seen change over the last 15 to 18 months or so has not only been about the furtherance of their control, uh, the accumulation of more wealth and power into fewer and fewer hands, but it's also been about this vaccination campaign. Uh, so we'll talk about some of that today, too. Of course, we'll talk about uh, Australia a little bit. Uh, we have some videos on the inside 
on some of these quarantine camps. Remember, people were making fun of this uh, last year, and people who believed that this would happen, they were making fun of them. Oh, you are so dumb. And now it's happening, right? So in the U.S., you have the FDA green zones, which are going to be uh, coming into effect, I think, as we go into autumn and winter. Uh, and again, many people will uh, go along with this because uh, they're not actually only going to be driven by the narrative they see on the TV screen. It's actually going to start happening around them, right? So what if the people are that are getting sick now, of course, are the majority of them are vaccinated, right? But what if there's also people who have been uh, exposed to the spiked virus, the, the, the spiked protein, I mean, the shedding, right? Uh, maybe that's what we were, uh, you know, exposed to or something, right? So we're on a, on a protocol to try to get that uh, sorted out and cleared out. But it's, uh, it's, been, it's been up and down. Uh, very strange. Just like it's engineered. Who knew, right? We talked about that yesterday, of course, in the show. Uh, with Fauci's, uh, so we won't go into that in detail today. Check out the member stream for that. We talked in detail about uh, the FOIA request, right, that the Intercept managed to squeeze out um, from the uh, the uh, National Institute of Health uh, and Fauci. And, and we knew this, right? But he, he 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 lied. He basically he lied, and now millions, probably, we hope not, but probably millions will die. Maybe maybe tens of millions, maybe hundreds of millions. We'll just have to see. They're running the show. They're doing an experiment on us, and we're just we're we're kind of along for the ride until we can take control of the ship and and, and start putting people like Fauci in jail because he's lied. I don't even know, know if jail is enough to be honest uh, for that guy. But he lied uh, utterly. He lied before Congress. It's perjury. He should be in jail for at least five years for lying in front of Congress, right, or the Senate, whatever it was this hearing, right, where he was. Um, Cornered, if you will, by Rand Paul. Uh, anyway, we also talked about CDC's incredible admission there of the fact that they did not, <laughs> early on in the pandemic, they had what they called a contrived sample of the genetic code of this supposed virus. And in other words, they made they, they, they made it up, more or less, right? They, did they have, we don't know the exact details of this, did they have just a tiny piece of the, of the genetic code or did they have nothing at all, right? We, we, we don't even know. But they admitted this. We show those. Uh, I, I show those yesterday in the in the member stream. Um, CDC admitting this, right? And they had fifty. The FDA had approved fifty nine different RT PCR tests that had been uh, authorized under again the emergency use authorization. That's what they're uh, with, withdrawing now uh, as we come to the close of this year. So December thirty first, the FDA is withdrawing the emergency use authorization for these fifty nine RT PCR tests which means they were testing for 59 different things because these companies arbitrarily just made it up. They basically made it up. What are we looking for? We don't, we don't know. So maybe I, I think we've shifted from what seems to be most, more or less a kind of a media-driven pandemic, right? A case-demic uh, in 2020 to something which actually is real in 2021. A and what do I know? Maybe it's all vaccination-driven in the sense that those people who haven't, haven't even been vaccinated are getting sick because they're around people that have been vaccinated and they're shedding, you know, the spike protein. I, who knows at this rate, right? We're in an information war. This is extremely confusing, and they're, uh, the, the the confusion in and of itself is a weapon they're using against us to make us, you know, submit and give up. Like, oh, that's it. I, I'm giving up. I, I can't even sort this out anymore. Whatever they tell me to do, I'll do that, right? That's kind of how it works. All right, boys and girls. Anyway, uh, it is, what is it, September 8th. 2021 very important broadcast here today um this wednesday we do appreciate you joining us if you do want to join in through some super chats and support the show enterstream.live slash red eyes tv that's a great option we're also trying out some see did i throw that in i did not but i have it up above right there coin tree 
slash red ice tv and if you add a dot before the last two e's you'll get to the uh, website right there that's a crypto based super chat function and they are we're trying that out uh, and they have a couple of different uh, crypto there that you can kind of uh, attach a message to. Bitcoin, Ethereum, Lit- Litecoin, and Dash. I hope they expand uh, the list there, by the way. But that's uh, another method, method if you so prefer. Let me take a couple of these uh, Entropy Stream ch- Super Chats real quick. I appreciate you, ladies and gentlemen, joining us over there. Uh, who do we have here? Cuckfree Zone says, down with equity, up with hierarchy and natural order. Hail the divine creative force. Well, there you go. Yeah, I think we're going to return to... Natural order sooner or later, whether we like to or not, whether our ruling class would like to or not, that's what I think is coming down the pipe. Disregard all the fourth industrial revolution bullshit, the Great Reset and all that stuff. That's just that's just a intermediary, temporary, feverish, uh, uh, spastic dreams of, uh, of an insane, psychopathic ruling class, uh, which is not going to last in the long run. Uh, Cuck for someone with another one said, I'm still confused by what gay ops means and searching isn't helping. LOL, could you explain? And also uh, fake and gay. LOL. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, so gay op is basically it's a psychological operation. It's it's a it's a new uh, fancy uh, trendy with well, a trendy. It's a trendy term uh, for uh, feds or some kind of, uh, you know, government. Not necessarily could be any anybody could be running a gay op. Right. You're 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 faking something. You're trying to produce an outcome and these kinds of things, right? So it's basically, but it's basically a psychological operation, but it's, but it's more fun, right? Um, Pepe McFly says, uh, Robert E. Lee was a good man. Yeah, that's right. We uh, have a little footage from uh, Richmond, Virginia today. Uh, the statue uh, have uh, been taken down from, uh, what is it? Um, is it Memorial Avenue or Statue Avenue? What is it called again there in Richmond? Uh, that is uh, crum- some crazy stuff. Some crazy stuff. Uh, so why don't we begin? We've talked about Trudeau and his campaign for quite a few shows. It's always fun to see what the Canucks are up to. Uh, and I'll tell you, the, uh, the the Canadians are getting pissed. They're getting pissed for good reason. Uh, so apparently someone was uh, throwing some stones at Trudeau here. Uh, maybe it's uh, today or maybe it was yesterday. Uh, look at this here. Did you see those? <laughs> not too, not too big of stones, I guess. I actually have a, I have a different angle. I, I, I um, we had a, a camera team there today, and we grabbed different angles of this. No, I'm just joking. But uh, yeah, people are uploading this. Uh, here's another one. I mean, I mean, it's not. These are not big boulders or anything. Like we're not talking, uh, you know, something uh, that could that could injure people. So it's basically, someone's threw a little gravel uh, on Trudeau. <laughs> And people are so people are pissed, right? And so Trudeau got pissed as well uh, when it comes to the stones throwing. Do you want to see what he said about this? Check this out. And he thinks he thinks this is only about people that don't want to get vaccinated, which is like it's it's a million times more. That's part of the, obviously part of it, the lockdowns, all that stuff. But like he just do not understand just how unpopular he is. This is what he said about the the thing. Let me be very clear and state the obvious first and foremost. It is absolutely unacceptable that people be throwing things and endangering <laughs> others at a political. I'm sorry. This is like a daycare center. Who? Th- excuse me. Excuse me. Who threw that? You come forward right now. That's what. It, that's like you're. You're literally like you're destroying nations, and you're upset at someone's throwing some gravel at you. Like this is not fucking kindergarten. Are you insane? Rally. 
There were volunteers and supporters. There are uh, police officers there to keep everyone safe. There were journalists such as yourselves doing a really <laughs> important job informing Canadians of what's going on in this election and some of the tensions that are out there. Nobody should be doing their jobs under the threat or, uh, or, or uh, under the threats of violence or acts that put them in danger. That's Maybe you're putting uh, Canadians in danger, Justin. But hey. it's not just a political rallies that this is happening. There are healthcare workers across the country who are getting hassled and intimidated and bullied as they're going into work to keep people safe and alive. There are store clerks and waitresses and people going out their, around their daily lives getting yelled at and pushed around for wearing masks, for being vaccinated. Uh, no, I'm muted. Sorry about that. <laughs> so he's saying, have we seen any other uh, person uh, than unmasked people being bullied or, or, or like pushed around, as he said? Right. Uh, I've seen I've not seen anyone who's chosen to be vaccinated being targeted for. Some, on the other hand, we've seen the elite and the people at the very top and people in media literally harassing and going after people who are unvaccinated. We have more clips about that today, by the way. But can we can we have a source for this? Where, where are these people being bullied for wearing a mask? Anyway, this is just this is so dumb on every level. Right? That's not how we do things in Canada. <laughs> and quite frankly, as I continue to campaign, I am inspired by those people who continue to do the right thing in the face of anti-vaxxer mobs. <laughs> they, they, it's always a flip. They're, they're literally trying to claim that it's the unvaccinated that, that are bullying the vaccinated. When it's, it's absolutely the complete opposite. It, it's incredible. Every single time. We're not respecting the basic science and the basic decency that Canadians have rightly come to expect from each other. This is not who we are as a country, and I will continue. Well, you, you know, who radicalized you, you, well, you did, right? That's the meme goes. That's, that's like completely you're doing. And they're ignoring that they're, they're nation wreckers, they're destroying countries. And these people are trying to pretend that someone throws a couple of pebbles and of, holy shit, like the civic society is collapsing. We're just replacing you and just doing an ex an, a medical experimentation on you. But someone throws a couple of pebbles and that's the issue? To stand up to defend journalists, police officers, healthcare workers, anyone in this country who has done the right thing, gotten themselves vaccinated, wants to get back to normal, nobody should be getting that kind of intimidation, or uh, endangerment that uh, these angry mobs are angry putting forward. Yeah, that's right. Angry, angry mobs are threatening. Can do you hear that, guys? Uh, unmasked, unvaxxed, angry mobs are threatening the, uh, the the foundation of Canada. Well, well, there you go. Learn something new every day. Uh, of course, he cannot go anywhere basically uh, without being yelled at, and uh, he's been called a number of uh, names, uh, such as uh, he's been called pedophile. We played some of these clips, of course, in the past. He's been called pedophile. He's been called a, a, he's been called, uh, a commie. 
which I think is objectively true. Uh, but here's a little bit more from, uh, I'm not sure where this is, but uh, people are yelling at him. Good stuff. It ends there. Thank you for that. Very good stuff. Uh, I am glad to, to see that. Uh, uh, all right, over on Odyssey, uh, kicked and checked, I guess it is. Thank you for the library token. Simply says uh, Jews. Well, thank you for that, sir. Uh, appreciate, appreciate that. Tash uh, says uh, on Odyssey, notice how they, they're they all old guys. Fauci, Gates, Soros, Schwab. Um, so so IR, they would be sent to e- either, I guess, or, or they would be sent to jail. If they would be sent to jail, I think that is, uh, they wouldn't have long to live. Coincidentally, they're doing all of this. Uh, coincidence, they're doing all of this now. Uh, well, I mean, there there's some theories here that these guys will uh, will live significantly longer than either uh, e- either of <laughs> of you and me. But I mean, some of them makes it. What was it? Uh, was it David Rockefeller? He was like a, in the hundreds or something, right? I'm not sure where these guys are. Six seventies, I think most of them, right? So they can They haven't. Some of them have another thirty years, I think, to be honest. Uh, you know, they're drinking that baby baby fetus uh, blood and stuff. So, you know, they're trying to stay healthy. Uh, Treadwife says over on Odyssey, our children's hospital has been full for a few months. The media has been trying to blame the COOF. Uh, a, whooping, a whooping four cases. Uh, it's actually mainly due to RSV. Uh, is that the respiratory... What is that stand for again? The RSV, respiratory... Uh, it's like a different version of it then. This is what I'm talking... I was talking about this yesterday too. Uh, you can basically put anything under this category now. Uh, yeah, yeah, respiratory syncytial virus. Syncytial virus, I think it is, right? So that's what it actually is, you think? Yeah, I mean, people have actually had pneumonia and stuff like that, and they go into the hospital, and of course, it's it's COVID pneumonia. Everything is COVID now. They can, And I said this yesterday, too. They could literally be doing biowarfare tests in certain part of this country or in other countries by other agencies, and whatever effects show up, they would just they would just file it under COVID. That's how insane it is, right? So everything is that right now. Uh, but that's interesting that it's been full. The only difference, I think, here again, if we were in autumn or winter and the hospitals were full or something, then I would be like, okay, well, it's influenza. These things kind of happen around this time of year. But now it's at the, the tail end of summer here. It's a bit too early, you know what I mean? And that's uh, what is causing me to think... Uh, something uh, something uh, stinky is uh, is uh, is afoot uh, here in Denmark. Uh, all right, thank you uh, for that. Appreciate that. Let me check interview real quick, and then we'll move on. We have a lot of stories here today. Uh, do appreciate you guys. Let me see here. What do we got? Uh, Jimmy Fellas. Uh, our, uh, that's right. G- and we have a Jimmy Kimmel clip later too, by the way, fellas. Uh, hello, Henry. Good to see you. Uh, I'm caught up on recent weekend warriors. Now I see what you mean. Uh, now what you said on the Flashback Friday about the Jimmy Fallon segment. Okay, haha, that was awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, we had a little animation there. Uh, if they nailed him on that, uh, it might, I might have to change my name to Jimmy Fallon. That's right, good good call. Good to see you, Jimmy, thank you. John Doak says, keep up the good work. Thank you, sir. Cockfree Zone. Uh, that's not how we do things in Canada. Hear me now. We bully the unvaccinated, never the vaccinated. Always the unvaccinated. Thank you. Uh, Justin Trudeau Castro. Yeah, I think, I think he... Uh, 
I think he might be the son of, uh, of Castro. I'm, I'm, I'm not even joking on that, actually. Uh, Blas Delizo, and thank you, Capfrizone. Blas Delizo says Trudeau is uh, just like his daddy. Fidel Castro, there you go. I'm backed up. I'm officially backed up. We're in the majority, folks. Uh, we, have nailed, we have nailed the reality of uh, Justin's origin. Lispy Justin. Uh, all right. Well, one from one doofus of a leader to another. Here is a word salad from uh, you Americans, uh, your president. Uh, your regime leader, as it were. Uh, what the hell is this man even talking about? You can't build to what it was before this last storm. You got to build better so if the, the storm occurred again, there would be no damage. There would be. But that's not going to stop us, though, because if we just do that, it's just going to get worse and worse and worse because the storms are going to get worse and worse and worse. And so, folks, we got to listen to the scientists and the economists and the national security experts, they all tell us this is code red. The nation and <laughs> what he's even talking, what he's even talking about. You can't build to what it was before this last storm. You got to build better. So if the, the storm occurred again, there would be no damage. OK, so there can't be damage. But then it's all, but there's climate change also. So even if we do, you know, build back better, uh, it won't matter anyway. So we have to listen to this. We have to obey the scientists. That, that, that's the takeaway. We, we have to obey the scientists. Whatever they say, we have to follow the white coats, right? So there's something called auto hoax, right? You guys heard of that? It's like anyone who immediately thinks everything is fake without even looking at any of the evidence for it. Now, there are fakes, plenty of fake things. Don't get me wrong. But it's kind of a fun category. It's just like now everything is fake. Everything is fake. Everything is gay. It's a gay op that's fake and gay and late and gay. Biden says the tornadoes doesn't exist. It's, pre it's pretty based. He says flat earth Biden incoming. You know, watch out. Tornadoes don't exist. Some storms look like a tornado, but they don't call them that anymore. Uh, you know, the looks like a tornado. They don't call them that anymore. That hit the crops and, and wetlands in the middle of the country. And in Iowa, in Nevada, and I mean, it's just across the board. And, uh, you know, um, uh, as I said, we're in this together. <laughs> as I said, we're in this together. Well, there you go. That's a great comeback, sir. Uh, very good. So this, of course, is the, uh, <clears throat> the, the supposed leader of the free world. Biden abruptly ends prepared Mark says, I'm supposed to walk and uh, I'm supposed to stop and walk out of the room here. <laughs> who the hell is who the hell is in control of this guy? Uh, so that's the second clip. Let's look into the first one. here. I'm going to be re a bit repetitive. The eight hour day, the weekend, you know, time and a half for overtime, safety standards, sick days, victories for all of us. Because I might add, you know, I noticed when you all do that, everybody benefits. Whether here, they belong to you. Here we go with a whis with a whispering. In I'm gonna be Okay, I don't know. I th I think this is why I saw someone was talking about Henry Ford uh, as the uh, originator of the weekend, right? I mean people I talked to my grandpa, he worked uh, six days a week. Six days a week at least ten hours a day. That was the norm, that's what you did. You worked all the time. We, we have this luxury of leisure time and doing. We have way too much time on our hands. I, I, I sincerely believe all the mental illness that we see in the world would be 
vastly improved if the major not always right there's some like, irreparable you know people here but like the development of like people who cannot keep a an internal climate hygienic enough like me, me, you know mental psychic hygiene basically right keeping things clean in your mind they it's just it just rots and it stinks up in there and they never just clean it's just they go and fester in their in their in dark weird thoughts and they have way too much time if you had your hand in your in the fields in the soil you had to survive. You're working hard. Like we're we're built that way. I'm, well, I guess at least Europeans, right? Like hard work, having projects, being dedicated, and 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 even yes, to a certain extent, trying to survive. It's it's a it's an, a tremendous. I think I'm not saying it's easy, but compared to this weird like you know mental disease which our society is just spiraling down into right now, I think it's I, I think it's a favorable scenario of being in touch with the earth, be, having your hands in the soil. Understanding what makes things tick, have appreciation for it, have respect for nature, uh, be in touch with it, and, and and to a certain extent being an active part in your own survival. Right? That's co completely the opposite of what we have right now. Uh, anyway, I, I digress into a different area here. Here's the second part of this. Uh, Biden says, "I'm I'm supposed to stop and walk out of the room." <laughs> Competitive economy in the world. So, folks, you do it all. I'm sorry to go on so long, but. Uh, I can't, I can't thank you enough for all you've done for the country and what you've done for me over my career. You've educated me, you've brought me along, and uh, you've, uh, you've always been there. Is he talking about now, the journalists? I'm supposed to stop and walk out of the room here. <laughs> I'm going to stop, but with your permission, I'm going to walk into the room because I want to say hello to all. Thank you. I'm sorry, with your permission, I'll walk into the room? Competitive. Is he who is he talking to here? Is this this can't just be journalists? A labor okay, labor unions. Okay, there we go. Okay, now now the coin dropped. Okay, there you go. Uh, interesting, of course. And these uh, you know a lot of the big companies, of course, that are pushing for this kind of stuff and talking about it from anywhere from TYT to Google and New York Times and BuzzFeed and uh, you know these. It's funny, but when they <laughs> when their employees actually want to form unions, all hell breaks loose. It's it's hilarious. Uh, no, no, can't do that. Anyway, so someone uh, someone is pulling the strings of this guy. Uh, he's not his own. He's not his own autonomous man, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and, and, and to a certain extent, he yes, he is a distraction. He's a sideshow. He's a circus. If you elect a clown, you'll get a circus. That's just how it goes. Um, regarding things that apparently doesn't happen too, uh, it was one of Biden's uh, administrations regarding the spike in food prices, the massive increase here. Uh, he he trying to gaslight us into saying, well, if you ignore certain things like beef and pork and poultry, well, then nothing has happened at all. It's it's just like normal. Listen to this. The context here is uh, the focus, uh, the appropriate focus on the question of grocery prices um, and the increase in grocery prices that we have seen recently over the last uh, couple of months. Um, and if we if we unpack that. Uh, one of the interesting findings of the report that we put out today is that about half of the overall increase in grocery prices can be attributed to a significant increase in prices in three products, in beef, in pork, and in poultry. And in beef and in pork, we've seen double-digit increases in prices over the last couple of months. Whoops. 
Um, in fact, if you look at the category that uh, is grocery prices, what economists call food at home, so food that is being uh, purchased uh, to eat at home, um, in a number of areas we've seen, if you take out those three categories, we've actually seen inc uh, price increases that are more in line with uh, historical norms. Oh, so it's not even happening. Some categories, for example, fresh fruits and vegetables prices have actually declined uh, since the end of last year. <laughs> and if you look at a category of prices like eggs, um, obviously a similar uh, supply chain, similar input uh, and feed costs to poultry, um, uh, the price of eggs has actually come down over the last oh, couple of oh, months. Oh, yeah, no, of course. The real yeah, drivers yeah. in these three areas, these three proteins. Um, what do you think? It, 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 okay, so I, I don't even believe that's true, to be honest. I've, we've seen increases on, on virtually everything, right, from, from gas uh, to, of course, you know, electricity, uh, all kinds of food items and all that kind of stuff, right? Just uh, uh, certain items, of course, you know, supply chain issues, shutdowns, lockdowns, like all this stuff, right? But why do you think the, specifically the meat categories are? Well, it's because they want you to eat the bugs, right? That's what that is about. Absolutely. But they're trying to gaslight you and to go, well, just ignore, just ignore these things over here that's gone up in price. And <laughs> things are just like, it's just normal, folks. It's It's like it's always been and nothing is going on whatsoever. There's no what do you mean what even is inflation anyway what is what even is that we can just you know we'll just we'll just print money we'll just make we'll just print more money and here we are look at that modern monetary theory uh inflation measure surges again hits new three decade high that's right but the pr prices are actually going down ladies and gentlemen <laughs> bravo to uh, can we get a, an applause for for the Biden regime of actually, they're actually driving down the costs. That's right. This is not really happening. Uh, let me see. Itash, uh, is it? No, just Tash? Or am I seeing it? I think it's Itash. That's right. Uh, over on li uh, Odyssey, <laughs> I said library. Uh, it says, keep on fucking up the free world. LOL. Yeah, there you go. Uh, they're, they're doing it, folks. Uh, and and, and, and we're, go we're going to get it, whether we want it or not, because we haven't stopped these people in due time. And now we'll just have to uh, see this... Um, this uh, this roller coaster will have to just kind of what do you call it Co come to terms. It just have to ride out the rest of the uh, of the ride here that we're in for, folks. Um, okay, what else do we have here? Well, okay, well, so we do have we do have, ladies and gentlemen, nine uh, eleven coming up here in uh, three days, Saturday, this coming Saturday, twenty years ago. Since 9-11. Uh, that means 20 years of nothing but pure lies, right? And uh, again, even uh, barring uh, the or the absence of uh, Glenn Greenwald, uh, the Intercept uh, continues to, to surprise, positively so. Uh, good for them. This, of course, is uh, is kind of a deflection in and of itself of just saying that it's a failure. It's a, it's a it's a it's a recognition of a problem, but that problem, of course, goes much deeper, and the roots to that problem is much more deeper. It's a place to start, but it certainly is not an, a place to end, right? Uh, so they have this here from today: uh, general failure. How the U.S. military lied about the 9/11 wars, right? So, so so yes, of course they did. Of course they did that, right? Uh, but they would never touch something like the actual origins of this. What what happened on that day? Uh, who dropped their guard? Who was aware of it? What about the dancing Israelis? What about all the information? What about anything from Promise Software to P-Tech? What about all the companies that didn't show up to work that day, right? Uh, I think even the company that produced, remember, you guys remember the old ICQ messaging app? It was one of the early ones. 
uh, in the early days of uh, internet. I'm uh, dating myself here, but uh, yes, I did actually use ICQ for, for a little bit there. Forget what that company was called, but that, that things like that. That company didn't show up that day, right? There were certain meetings that day. People, people knew, right? People knew. Even though this is the Clintons, I mean, we don't fly on that day and stuff like that. It's, I mean, it's a complete, it's completely, it is completely artificially a generated thing, right? Al Qaeda, yes, they're a U.S. asset, you know, created, uh, you know, operative base and whatever. But uh, they, they, they had virtually nothing. This was not run out of it, uh, out of a cave in Kabul, uh, in the in the Tora Bora Mountains. It was just, this was a deep, uh, a deep state. If you are kind of, it's kind of a cringy term, but you know, people understand that today. Kind of a, a deep state uh, operation, basically, right? Uh, for generals like David Petraeus and Lloyd Austin, there has been no punishment for 20 years of disinformation on Afghanistan and Iraq. And that's objectively true. And they should be held accountable. But there's many more people along that, uh, along that line, too. Remember the uh, New York Times columnist? Um, what's his name again? The little guy who's blaming wh uh, rural white Americans. What's his name? I always forget his name. That's how memorable he is. I just, I, I've ref referenced it a couple of times, but he had that piece when he's like, you know, people think it's like, hey, but this was George W. Bush's fault or whatever, uh, barring ignoring, of course, all the uh, the, the uh, Jewish neoconservatives that had their finger in this pie from 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 the get go. Right. To those who wrote uh, the PNAC documents project for the new American century to then setting up the P Department of Homeland Security. Right. The war on terror, like all these things. Right. It's just a slew of people that we've uh, talked about in the past uh, that are responsible for this. So I think we'll have to, in some capacity, maybe on the Friday show, talk a little bit more about this. And maybe there's some shorter videos kind of that summarize the situation a little bit more. I'm not going to go into depth in it right now. But of course, again, 20 years this Saturday since this uh, lie. And it really entered us into a different path altogether, right? Uh, reformation of society uh, after 9-11 uh, has occurred in a, in a speed and with a velocity and frequency that we haven't really seen before. Right? It was really the visible initiation of the new world order agenda, if you so want to call it that. Uh, that's why it's such an important event to uh, both talk about and both debunk and what happened and who's behind it and why did they do it and all that stuff. But the reason why you have to stand with your you know, hands up and being treated like a criminal when going through airports, always remember that's because people who knew that day uh, either intentionally you know, ran the operation what the, what the very base minimum they allowed it to happen, right? But even so, these were operatives. If we talk about people like Ada, uh, what's his name again? Mohammed Atta, right? Uh, educated in Florida, right? The flight the flight base there and stuff. And, you know, they're, they're, it's this is a whole slew of things. But uh, just be aware of that. I do believe also, though, uh, coincidentally, it's a symbolic timing on this, that the Taliban will actually announce their interim uh, government now after the uh, the collapse of the U.S. presence there, the intentional collapse of that uh, on 9/11, which of course is kind of an interesting symbolic gesture from them, if you if you will. So speaking about the Taliban, we have a, that's a that's a nice segue right there for us. Uh, the Taliban has uh, actually uh, so so in in Kabul. Uh, there, there, there were, there were, <laughs> there, yes, this is real. There were paintings of Saint George Floyd in Kabul, done by uh, the American re regime there. I would assume the presence there, um, and of course uh, the uh, very based uh, Taliban. Uh, they painted, they painted the, over that. The Taliban painted over a mural of Saint George Floyd in Kabul. 
The kind of people America is bringing into the country, though, are the kind that painted the George Floyd murals to begin with, not the kind that are painting over them. <laughs> right? That's what's happening. Um, this is, I mean, we've talked about this in a couple of shows here now. But so here's the, here's the before uh, picture. Uh, and here's the after picture. Now take your. Uh, you don't have to take a side. I'm not saying that. You can. You can. You, there's a preferential one. I'd say for sure. Uh, but it is funny that um, we uh, <laughs> that that you you're it's okay. I'll I'll come back around on this. But it's like there's been this argument by you know blue check marks and and, and lunatic uh, progressive. Libcoms and you know progressives and, and and global homos that like you know the, what's happening in Texas that's the new Taliban right they have this abortion ban after six weeks you know the heartbeat uh, you know abortion law whatever you want to call it right they're the Taliban there's the you know <laughs> all that kind of stuff and it's like uh, no you like you you could twist I don't want to out Taliban anybody because it's kind of dumb in a way it, but but think about it. They're an asset, right? The State Department asset, the Taliban, or they grew out of that, right? First the Mujahideen, then Al-Qaeda, and then you had an offshoot and got a new formulation of something called the Taliban, right? The, the, the scholars, I think it stands for, something like that, right? And now they can use them as an asset, if you will, um, on the kind of, like, whatever they're against, that's the stuff that we in the West are supposed to be for, right? So check out Daily Mail's headline about here, here too. Taliban paint over... The soul of Kabul, Western murals that adorn the Afghan capital's walls, including one of George Floyd, are being replaced with victory slogans. So is this this is uh, this, these are Western symbols and values now. It's, that's George Floyd. I mean, it isn't right. It, it that's just objectively wrong. But it's but it, but sadly, it has become that right. That's what it's become. Uh, it, this is kind of part of that dynamic of like they they, <laughs> they want you to agree with the Taliban so that they can ideologically pin you on on onto them right so watch out for that it's fun and it's entertaining and we we could use it as a meme and I, I totally get all that right but then at the, but at the same time they don't understand humor humor these people the, the, the people who hate us who want to replace us who want to put us in jail whether it's a kuf camp or whether it's some kind of thought criminal camp they hate us and they will take every reason and every they will use every uh, everything that they can against you. And humor and things like that are never taken into the picture, right? So just watch out for that. The more you're like, oh, <laughs> look at that base Taliban. Look at that. They're painting over the George mural, George Floyd's, St. George Floyd mural. That's the kind of stuff they'll use against you at the end. Yeah, see, well, they're all, they, they are the Taliban now. With, okay, granted, we're the ones who are removing all the statues. We're the ones who are tearing down all of this. We're the ones who are reforming society and literally behaving like the Taliban by pulling down statues, right? And we have that from the uh, the Robert E. Lee the uh, thing here next too, right? That that's like this is this is a side that literally is taking down and like dismantling, destroying statues in exactly the same way that the Taliban did. If you go back to two thousand, you know, three or whatever to two was it or something? Actually, no, it must have been two thousand. Around two thousand one, then must have been earlier in the. I forget when that footage came out, but you remember those old like I mean, amazing uh, statues there uh, in, in that part of the world. Huge, like carved into the the mountainside of of the Buddha, right, and stuff like that. Uh, absolutely, like total destruction uh, of the heritage there. These people are, are you know, insane that did that. Uh, but then we, but the side who's doing this to us, calling us the Taliban, are actually the ones that are doing this. It's always that flip. It's incredible. So the Robert E. Lee statue, as um, uh, our I forget your uh, 
name here, and I've mentioned here in the beginning, right? Uh, who said it again? Yeah, Pepe McFly, right? Robert E. Lee was a good man. Uh, the Robert E. Lee statue in Richmond, Virginia, taken down and then cut into pieces. Wasn't enough taking it down and like, well, give it to some, sell it to someone, but private land, right? There's been all these suggestions, especially the one in Charlottesville. Uh, let me reload that and see if we can take a look at that clip in there. Um, but no, they had to destroy, like, destroy everything. Let's listen to this clip here. Or maybe just footage of it. Listen to the cheering crowds, ladies and gentlemen. They're 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 cheering on the dismantling. Well, I won't say their nation. Look at the look at this crowd. They they, they hate the, they hate America. They hate what it stands for. They hate the history. They don't care. They want it gone. This is literally what the Taliban did. This is literally what the Taliban did in 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 Afghanistan. While they're calling you a Taliban <laughs> for for opposing it. <laughs> The taunting. Listen to this. Holy shit. I have another one here too. And of course it's all Black Lives Matter and like all this this dumb stuff, right? Here we go. Better remember this. This is how a nation falls. This is the takeover. This is think back on that footage, right? We saw, uh, and it's like classic, but it's like the, the, it's the same. It's the same nation destruction, right? Uh, let me see if I can find that one, right? Yeah, this, 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 this is what it is, right here, <clears throat> right here. This, that's what this is. It's one, a new, there's a new occupying force in the country. And they're coming, and, and yes, sure, they have some of the, the, the hedge, the, 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 what do you call them, the uh, lackeys, right, of the, of the new regime and stuff like that coming in. And seemingly doing this, right? But, but look at it, here's the tank, here's a U.S. military tank coming in right here. Uh, and that's the one who's finishing the job here, right? This is an occupying force tearing down statues, destroying the heritage of a country. Granted, one that they put in place. I mean, Saddam was a puppet, don't get me wrong. But still, right there, that's what happened. This, the, when you see that statue of Robert E. Lee, that's what you have to remember. This is a foreign occupying force that have no connection to the country that are doing this. There might be some outwardly that, 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 that look like they're Americans. But uh, but internally, <laughs> they are they're of a different they're a different kind, folks. They're a different caliber, right? Uh, let me get back on track here. Uh, so yeah, so that that happens. Uh, that happened. Um, so the blue check marks and all these crazy nutters um, are arguing that the nationalists are the Taliban when they are actually the Taliban doing this stuff, right? Uh, here's the uh, here's some other murals here, I guess that they uh, that they. Uh, Painted over with the, with victory slogans and stuff. Good for them, right? Um, what else do we have? I guess that's it. 
Let me take a couple of these entropy streams real quick here. Uh, let me see here. RoboThink says, have you ever tried high-dosing vitamin C? Vitamin C leaves your system pretty quick, so take um, 500 to 1,000 milligram every hour until uh, you get the shits <laughs> the next day. Lower the dosage. You haven't done it every hour like that, but yeah, we have a, a pretty um, pretty high dose, like a buffered 500 milligram uh, vitamin C. I know there's, and I think I mentioned this in the stream uh, yesterday, the member stream, but lip, there's liposomal, uh, you know, vitamin C. I haven't tried that yet. Maybe that's, again, it's about the, the delivering uh, this, and, and apparently zinc is one of these, like, you know, kind of the silver bullet, really, uh, in in getting to the, to this, apparently, whatever, what, whatever it is. But yeah, vitamin C, very important. D3 specifically, but zinc, there's a number of other things too. But yeah, we do have uh, high doses of vitamin C, and we we do take that daily. I've not tried it uh, high dose hourly, though. Um, but I, I didn't think you got any... As far as I understand, you just basically pee it out, right? You, can, you know, whatever you like can't absorb or something. But uh, yeah, thank you, RoboThink. I appreciate uh, the input. Uh, he also says... Rids your body of free radicals uh, and allows you to heal faster. Uh, some even claim it will uh, cure cancer. Yeah, I mean, that's the Linus Pauling. Very interesting. Check. Uh, maybe it's on YouTube. I don't know. They're, they're hopeless on like it's medical misinformation. But Linus Pauling did some of the earlier studies on vitamin C and the effectiveness against uh, cancer and other diseases and stuff like that. And since we are one of the only mammals, I believe, that are no, no longer producing vitamin C internally in the gut, like like, you know, most other mammals do this, which is which is which is kind of which is interesting, right? It's one of those like, what the hell happened there? How the hell did we, as mammal, lose the ability to produce vitamin C in our in our intestines and in our guts, uh, like all the mammals uh, did? But yeah, Linus Pauling, check out that work. So I'm very aware of that. Um, you can OD on on vitamin C. I didn't know if you actually get the shits as you say, rubber thing, but maybe you maybe you do if you do real high or something. Uh, otherwise, intravenous too. Of course, that's a, like an like an IV, you know, vitamin IV drip. That's another method too. Uh, Jimmy Fallis says um, um, Mirabilis was the ICQ company before the uh, before the AOL buyout. I've just dated myself now too. Ha! Huh? Mira Mirabilis was that it? That, that that's that does ring a bell. Uh, Mirabilis. I I think I remember that now. I remember maybe that was just the ICQ logo, but like this flower flower type thing, right? Uh, but yeah, that was uh, I believe in uh, I believe it was an Israeli-owned company, right? I could be wrong on that, uh, or it was Israelis at least behind. It might have been you know located in America, whatever. But there was definitely Israelis behind it. Uh, so gee, I wonder how they yeah, yeah, they didn't show up at work that day. What are you gonna do? Uh, Arlene Fraser says, don't know if he's still around, but Jordan Maxwell talked about the globalist desire to digitally ID everyone so that every person born was the property of one of the banking empires. OG Red Eyes, yeah, original Red Eyes. Absolutely, yeah, we've talked about uh, with Jordan many times, of course. I think he's still alive. I, th I think he's not sure what he, his, his health has been up and down. I know that. Uh, I mean, he has some he has some fascinating work. I, I like his stuff. Um, some of it is kind of out there, but I enjoy that. You know, it's, it's kind of fun. The, the, the occult, you know, ways of looking at things and stuff. But yeah, he, him and many others have talked about this too. I mean, you, you if you go way back, you know, um, they've talked about this themselves, of course, but you know everything from like Bank of International Settlements to the ID2020 program, the World Economic Forum, of course, uh, the ID2020 program, and uh, many of these groups have talked about this for, for, for some time, of having a digital identity and then tie it like to you uh, as a digital ID. And that's really what they're pushing now, too, of course, under the, the Great Reset and stuff. Thank you, Arlene. Appreciate that. Uh, Draconian Gip of Death says, in the 14th century England, no crime was worse than trying to betray the crown. So as a warning to those who would commit treason, 
being hanged, drawn, and quarter was born. Interesting. Is that, are you proposing that for <coughs> for, for uh, someone? <laughs> I missed a prior message about that, but uh, there you go. Uh, history lesson there from Draconian Gip of Death, going back to the 14th century. Blasilizo, uh, thank you, Draconian. Uh, Blasilizo says, small hats have been tearing down empires for centuries. We just so happen to be their latest target. Yeah, the, look at the collapse of the uh, Bronze Age, the civilizations around that time. That's kind of interesting. You should definitely uh, look into... Uh, uh, the Hyksos uh, and some of these other uh, travel groups that uh, that swept in, right? Even the uh, the sea the sea peoples, a common slogan, right? Of those who were partially uh, aided in destroying the, the the old ancient empires and ancient world. Uh, Bill Hoover says the Taliban destroyed the Buddhas of Bam Bamiyan. It was beautiful art, and those animals destroyed it, just like BLM. They are civilization destroyers. That that's absolutely right. I agree with that. Uh, you're totally correct. That's why we shouldn't. Um, lionize this group they're an asset of the u.s that were created that they're they're artificially there uh maybe there are genuine people that are attracted to it and really believe that stuff i'm not saying that uh but yes this is the disease of many of the abrahamic religions that they destroy literally everything in its wake you'll think it back to the library of alexandria and, and things like this look the, these are the og uh, uh great reset people right and these desert uh, uh crazy desert people and the ideology stemming from there uh, have a desire to destroy everything that's prior and to reset the. This is year zero. We're resetting, right? Uh, and and they're they're insane and they're crazy. And if we don't watch our asses, uh, they will be taking over demographically in our countries. Uh, and I actually have a little piece on that here soon. Um, let me see here. Um, thank you, Bill Hoover. R R N R N G or R N Jimus, I think it is. Uh, says more than 50% of these politicians are guilty of treason. That punishment is needed again. I guess maybe you're talking about the draconian gift of death's comment there or something like that. I think you can make a legal case, uh, absolutely, for uh, for treason. It's I'm, I'm, I, I think you could. I mean, these people are they're nation wreckers. They're, they're betraying the very people and population they're supposed to. Uh, represent and stand up for and protect, right? So, so yeah, I think you're correct. Uh, Pepe McFly says, by the way, there is uh, only one more statue now standing on Monument Avenue in Richmond. Holy shit. That is of Arthur Ashe, a black tennis player from Richmond, of course. Uh, I didn't even know that. Uh, wow. Wow. Okay. Well, there you go. There you go. The Great Reset. That's that's. If you wonder what that is, folks, that's what it is. And these people... Are, are part of that army. Uh, you know, speaking about the, you know, the Taliban and, you know, the, the, the abortion stuff in uh, Texas and, and, and these people shitting, shitting their pants because of it. Look at this tweet. It was kind of, kind of funny. Uh, Jonathan Barkin here says, <clears throat> and I quote, The Jews and Satanists are ready to help save Texas. It's a Republican's worst nightmare. Uh, then it continues, folks, please take a look at the quote RTs, about 50%, probably more, by this point, is nothing but anti-Semitism and bigotry. Then, if you don't mind, please report and block them. Uh, and Julian Martin replies, what a pile of anti-Semitic scumbags in this thread. You malignant sociopaths aren't fit to mop up the piss of Jewish people or Satanists, for that matter. You are the lowest of the low. And defect in human nature, uh, and a defect in human nature. Look at look at that flip, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. The uh, the the Satanists are now the uh, the upstanding members of society. If you want to see a reversal, uh, if you've ever seen one, uh, I, I just I just presented you with one, uh, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, but the, but the, but there you go. Uh, what can you say? 
Um, so going back to this point here regarding the Taliban, uh, and of course, again, online the point that they were an asset of the U.S. State Department and many of the intelligence and military, uh, military uh, and the U.S. military, uh, but they're, of course, now being used once again then to drive the migrants uh, into our countries, into European countries, and into America as well. And I saw this. Check out this one. It's kind of interesting. A, um, uh, I think this is a, maybe a Facebook post a bit too long or news, you know, like Apple News or something like that source. It's from the um, Telegraph World News, right? <clears throat> uh, Afghans fleeing the Taliban vow to risk their lives crossing the English English Channel, it says here. Saif Urman is only 18, but the young Afghan migrant looks at least a decade, <laughs> a decade older. <laughs> there we go, folks. There we go. There, we're back in the... Welcome to the to, to the, uh, the 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 Swedish uh, you know interpret the <laughs> the interpretation of these are these are children. Uh, I think this is a thirty year old man. Remember the dentist that was looking at their teeth? It was other doctors like looking at the wear of their knees and it's like these people are at least uh, twenty five years older? And there was like no, they're seventeen. They're saying they're seventeen. They're seventeen. Look at this eighteen year old young man. We have to let them in. After request for evacuation went ignored, his parents rounded up Urman and sent uh, sev- and seven of his cousins, some as young as 13-year-olds, and sent them on a journey towards Europe. Waiting in the scrublands around Calais, just the English Channel separates them from their final destination. And here's the, the OG piece here from the uh, Telegraph uh, showing this here, too. Uh, but yeah, this is what they're trying to pin. These are, these are 18-year-olds... The, 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 and yeah, the, if you want to find out the, the eternal fountain of youth, numbers-wise, not like, not like how you look or anything like that, but like the, the, the eternal 17-year-olds or whatever it is, right? It's, it's just always just under 18 so that the state can basically take them in and, and, and race them as a subject under the state or, or some kind of, uh, uh, you know, fa- like a family reaches out and like, oh, we want to, you know, we want to help out and stuff. Oh, here we go. Adopt uh, this uh, 17-year-old, uh, 30-year-old Afghani. Uh, and uh, and ensure that they're helping out, right? Um, so apparently, so this is the the, the EU are, are are doing these things, where they intentionally are importing uh, uh, terrorists and uh, and criminals and looking the other way, right? So they're bringing under the guise of what the Taliban, who's an asset of the U.S. State Department, who who, who want to you know is part of this plan to replace European people worldwide are using the Taliban once again to drive large swaths of population. This is why we shouldn't be like, you know, oh, yeah, go Taliban. Like, no, you stuck. Okay, granted, I, I did cover that story where they said we want people back. You know, we want criminal Afghanis back to our countries and stuff like that. But regardless, it doesn't matter what the what the Taliban says. It's 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 actions mean, mean something, right? They're allowing tons of people to just leave the country, and people are leaving the country anyway. So they're being used, right, for this purpose. Uh, here's from... Uh, Portuguese channel here re-telegraphed uh, re, uh, telegraphed from, um, telegrammed, sorry, from Defend Europa, their account. Make sure you follow them over on Telegram, by the way, to do some good coverage. Uh, two Iraqi terrorists with a connection to ISIS-Daesh entered Europe under the European Union's refugee relocation program, and they were given a free house and a pension paid by the Portuguese taxpayer. There you go. Here they are. Yasir Amin and Amar Amin. They are suspected of planning a bombing in Germany, one of them, um, uh, Amar, 
uh, even went to Elwang in Germany to ask for asylum there. His asylum application in Portugal was postponed due to this. When Amar found out his asylum application was postponed, he went to the Office for Asylum and Refugees in Portugal and threatened that he would, quote, would commit suicide. However, he would not die alone. There you go. So that's from a mainstream uh, media source. And of course, you could argue very much the same. Uh, it's kind of happening in the uh, U.S. In, in in a way. It's a, it's a different thing. It's it, Yes, it's people, you know, born in, in America and stuff like that, local, right? But this desire to intentionally, like, let out criminals and, and, and letting people who have been, like, convicted or whether they, you know, they've done, you know, horrific crime, violent crime and stuff like that, they need these people out on the streets to wreck mayhem, right? So, man charged with murder after being released from jail, uh, thanks to Kamala Harris, uh, promoted bail fund, right? So, the, you could argue in a way that the same thing is happening there, right? As lawless as possible, we're having authorities creating, importing criminal, importing uh, terrorists, or letting them out onto our streets uh, to cause havoc, right? 47-year-old George Howard has been charged with two counts of second-degree murder for allegedly shooting a 38-year-old Luis Damien Martinez Ortiz in a road rage feud in on a Minneapolis highway. Uh, and then, of course, the alleged murder took place just weeks after Howard was released from jail thanks to assistance from the Minnesota Freedom Fund, a bail reform group promoted by Kamala Harris. There you go. Let them out. Just let, just let them all out. Make room for the COVID, you know, for the for the unvaccinated. Make room for the for the uh, the people who uh, are into natural health uh, and who don't believe in uh, in what the government says. That, that, that's basically what we're looking at here. We live incredible times, ladies and gentlemen. We've we've never seen it uh, this insane. I think absolutely, it's uh, unbelievable. Denmother says regarding Texas whiners, they are free to leave. They are free to leave. Yeah, someone got mad. I think it was in the, <laughs> in the Odyssey comments because I was making a point of. You know, we're talking about the abortion thing, and we show this clip of these crazy uh, women, you know, sit off, hands off my body, you know, kind of thing. Um, and so I kind of made a joke, like, well, maybe these people are not the ones we do want reproducing, right? But all jokes to the side, I said, there was like, they, they were getting so crazy that someone was starting to promote other means of not be getting pregnant, which was like miraculous, right? And I said, so, so this woman, we show the tweet in one of the shows a while back, and she said, you, you, you have to do anything you can. Even use, um, uh, you know, um, what do you call it? Um, uh, the the pill, right? Uh, what do you call it again? The, uh, birth control. <laughs> Not sure why I'm spacing on that. Use birth control. And someone was angry. Oh, yeah, I can't even believe you're promoting birth control. Well, I got to say, though, it's like, I think if you're choosing between like murdering babies or or being fucked up yourself from hormones on birth control, I, 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 think, you'd, I think I'd choose the latter. Right, so it wasn't like I'm not trying to argue that you should do that. The, the optimal here is to, for one, how about not sleeping around, and number two, how about getting, how about getting in tune with your body? Right, there's actually ways that you, as a as a woman, can find out whether you're ovulating or not. It's quite simple, but of course they're not teaching there. And the argument I made was the reason for that, why they need these goddamn abortions so 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 you know vehemently is because they're taking these fetuses and they're experimenting on them. They're using the cells. They're using this for all kinds of, you know, from medications to experiments to uh, cosmetics to, uh, I'm sure, creating chimeras in labs. I'm, I'm, I'm totally serious, right? I'm sure they're doing stuff like that. So they really need that. So, you know, the point was this, like, maybe try to deprive them from being able to do that. And so the best way, of course, can be to, one, being touched with your body. But if you refuse to take responsibility, well, get on the pill. 
<clears throat> stop stop killing babies because you think it's your body. It's not your body. It's not your choice. Um, Aaron Jimes says, uh, who was the last big name political incarceration? Who was the last big name political incarceration? You mean like in the West? That's a good question. Maybe Chad has a proposal on that. I don't even know. I don't know. I have to think about that. I'm not sure. Um, and some of them, they've had uh, well, political. This is a definition thing too. I mean, some some people have been like you know in there for maybe for political reasons, but many of those, at least in the U.S., they've been pardoned. You know, the Trump had his huge pardon list, right? But I'm not sure if you can call that you know like they were they were not politicians, do I think right? So some some time ago, that would be my answer. But yeah, good question. I, I don't even know. Uh, Draconian Gift of Death says, "Is there a movie?" Uh, isn't there a movie, Suicide Squad, I've never seen that actually, uh, where all the most dangerous villains are recruited and imported to fight the threat? I've not seen that one. I have to take a look. Is that the uh, the, the, the the cringy lady with the uh, baseball bat and the, the bat, the clown makeup? Is that is that, that one? Isn't that some like su pseudo su uh, superhero type movie or something? Yeah, I got to say, I'm really, uh, really bad at that level of uh, pop culture, but uh, I, I, I'm sure there is. I'm sure that's it, uh, Recruiting Gip of Death. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, so, actually, before we go to what we are seeing on screen here now, let me go back to that, too. The, the, the transformation uh, of our countries, of course, is, uh, is happening, actually, at, at, at rapid pace, especially if you take into account you know, historical perspectives, just how fast it's gone about. Uh, but someone pulled out some uh, data here. And I don't really care if they're Muslim or not. I care if they're, are, are they Native European or not, that, that's the majority, right, of, of, of my concern. I, I, I want all of these countries to see on screen, and in every country, it doesn't matter which country you talk about. I, 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 I would like them to see they remain ethnically homogenous. But, of course, the countries under attack right now are Western countries, countries founded by Europeans, right? So, anyway, the data here says... If the and, and again, my point is here. This is the Taliban is helping with the, to create these kinds of numbers in Europe. Um, by 2170, they claim that Sweden, for example, will be 75 percent Muslim. England by 2210, 75 percent. Germany 25 percent by 2135. That has to be wrong. That has to be more. It might there might be a definition issue here regarding whether they're actually Muslims then or, or something right but this is, I, I'm not sure why it's lower there I mean it's it's really bad in Germany too of course uh, France 75 percent by 2165 so woo five years earlier than Sweden hooray Italy 75 percent Muslim by 2175 poor uh sorry Spain 25 percent by 2190 I think that would be quicker uh, too uh, of course this is not going to happen it it is it's uh, it, it's it's just not going to work out for them. I think we have a lot of things that's going to change before that. Potentially even including here in a couple of years, a population uh, collapse of different reasons. So we'll just have to see. We will just have to see. Uh, but you could argue, of course, that this replacement, of course, is really kind of out of control. If we take a look at a recent... Uh, a recent... Uh, reveal here a reason to win i guess we should say in uh, in ireland uh, they're working really hard to make sure that they are no irish or if you will then in the wider consent in the wider concentric cir circles of identities white person represented 
uh, in Ireland, anywhere, basically. Here's uh, Miss Ireland 2021 right there for you. Miss Ireland 2021. Uh, there was a story about that, too, of course, as well. Uh, let me see here. I'm just checking Odyssey. Hopefully Odyssey okay. I got a refresh issue. Hopefully Odyssey is still working. Otherwise, you have to go somewhere else. I'm not sure why I can't. It says under maintenance. I'm not sure what's going on with Odyssey. Uh, hopefully, you can still watch there. Otherwise, go to some of the other channels. Uh, anyway, back on track here. Um, Miss Ireland 2021. This is from the Irish Times here. Uh, I'm so grateful I can show girls that color doesn't hold you back. Uh, I think you just proved that color is, a, is the reason why you will advance. <laughs> Pamela Uba. A 26-year-old medical scientist. There you go. Incredible. Doctors and engineers, folks. Uh, it's the first black woman to win the pageant. Pageant. Is that what you call? Irish beauty pageant history was made at an outdoor ceremony in Cavan on Sunday night when Pamela Uba, 26-year-old medical scientist, became the first black woman to be crowned Miss Ireland in a contest that has been running since 1947. Here she is right there. All right. So, but, you know, there's no... You know, white people are the problem. Uh, Non-white people in our countries are being held down, etc. And here is, let me see here. Here is Miss uh, Ireland with Miss uh, England right here too, by the way. This is uh, recent. Actually, I'm sorry. That is not uh, Ireland in the back there. That's uh, that's another country. We've shown some of these. We've shown uh, Finland, right? There's a couple of these very contrived uh, other areas. Um where they're working really hard, like over the top, uh, to get non-European native representation, right? And beauty pageants have been one of these, like, you know, we got to break the, bla- the glass ceiling. And so you could argue in a way, maybe are these, are these like, are, are these, uh, you're, you're telling me there's no, there's no Irish uh, person that, that, that looks better than her? <clears throat> this is like, of, of course there is. There's like... World mind, like redheads, unique looking people if you compare to the rest of the world population, right? Uh, redheads, you know, gr- green eyes, red hair, all kinds of diverse combinations of colors that you just don't see in many uh, in, in the rest of the world. They're just isolated to small European countries, right? But we have to replace them with majority populations from other parts of the world. That's 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 our job. That's what we have to do. Uh, here is uh, a story here on uh, England, Miss England, twenty twenty one. Uh, Kenyan-born Rima Mutamia crowned Miss England 2021. This is uh, September 1st. We we missed that here, but uh, there you go. Uh, it's happening everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. No whites allowed, as they say. Okay. Let's check if we're caught up to speed on entropy, and then we'll move on here. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Orangimus says, if that's how I pronounce your name, uh, that's the thing. Draw and quarter one of these treasonous traitors, and the rest will straighten the the f up. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we uh, there's uh, yeah. I mean, there is a a, a lot of issues um, that we have to sort out in our countries, and we're you know we're just, you know, miles away from having some kind of uh, situation where people are actually, like, held accountable, uh, you know, to be just just at the, ba- at the base minimal, right? Uh, even with Trudeau, if you talk about him that we opened up with, 
many of these people are going to use they're going to use electronic voting systems. I mean, even the recall thing in California, suspect, right? Um, if he remains, uh, that seems highly unlikely. He's, he's hugely unpopular. If you look out in the streets, uh, you know, all over, even in liberal parts of California, people are putting up, you know. Uh, Californian Psycho, like uh, the, the movie American Psycho, but with Newsom's pictures in it and stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> they might uh, fake this. They might. Uh, Canada is using Dominion. There's all the all these layers to it of how these people will probably never leave office again. Some of them uh, during the pan, you know, with the 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 under the guise of the pandemic and COVID, there were going to be mail-in voting. I think Australia is, is using that now. Canada will use voting, uh, you know, the same systems that was used in the U.S. and stuff like that. Um, so we'll just have to see, but uh, yeah, the the people need to uh, the people need to rise up. That's just how it goes. Hey, I didn't cover this too uh, so far here. I w- wanted to just quickly show this. Um, apparently, there was a um, uh, I guess it was a Samoan uh, guy. It was like a p- proud boy, or he was at, at least on the anti Antifa side, uh, who was uh, shot in Olympia, Washington, uh, by some uh, Antifa terrorists here the other day. Uh, and this doesn't show the actual shooting, but you hear it, and then they run up to the guy. Did you guys see this yet? Let's take a look at this. Uh, so this is on the streets of Olympia, Washington, a few days ago. Here. That was gunshots. That was gunshots. That was gunshots. Is that tiny? <laughs> Yo! Yo! It's tiny. Come on! They're down there. Come on. Come on. What happened? He got shot! He got shot! He got shot! So, there we go. Come on! So who has eyes on them? Who has? And that's uh, the, it ends there. I didn't see more from it, but apparently the guy then uh, who did the shooting did a video. Let me pause some autoplay thing here. Let me go back. Uh, did some a, a video a post where he's now <clears throat> worried about uh, repercussions and pushback. Uh, and of course, you have to question uh, the validity of some of his statements. I actually haven't seen the full one yet, so we'll see what he says here. Uh, but you have to question, of course, the the validity of of his claims here, because uh, they always try to seek sympathy, or they always try to claim, well, they were doing, they were shooting us or something, right? That's uh, one of the claims I think he make, makes here. Uh, so this is what he had to say after him, uh, for himself. After the, is he not? He's not. Is he arrested? Is he? He's not. Is nothing. He can just. They can just kill people now. Assume in the streets. And he said, oh, well, he's a right winger. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. It's all fine. This is what he said. So, another update. Um, so, I guess my father got a call today. He got a call. And I guess they're looking for me. They were looking for me and they got my dad. Yeah, you just killed the guy. Do you think they're looking for you? They told him that they're going to find me and that they want revenge for Tiny. So, who knows what the fuck's going to happen, you know? And like when I told you guys before, these people really want us dead. They were not there to beat us up. They they shot at us. They brought knives. Is that even true? They wanted us dead. They threw bombs at us. 
They threw bombs at us? This is They threw bombs at us? I'm sorry, with their bombs going off? I, I, do you have, you guys seen any footage with bombs going off in, in Olympia, Washington uh, by uh, Samoan neo-Nazis uh, or whatever? <laughs> All right. I'm again. It's the same thing. Literally the same thing as last time. The guy just shoots someone in cold blood right open in the streets, and uh, Vice goes and makes a a puff, a a sympathetic puff piece on the guy. Right. Uh, Holy shit! Incredible times, folks. Incredible times. Well, I guess we can go from one cat lady to uh, to another. Uh, Here's a cat lady on uh, her uh, teaching. Uh, or rather how she is bringing uh, politics and CRT into the classroom to teach uh, your kids. Listen to this. So this comment was put on a video that had absolutely nothing to do with politics, but let's dive in because teaching is political. The education system, the curriculum, school zoning, funding, standardized testing, all of these things can create and further lead to class and racial inequalities and impact life chances for our students. Especially as a history teacher, my students deserve somebody who is going to confront and challenge the injustices and untruths that are in our history that have led to discrimination. So yes, teaching is political because as we develop curriculum and have conversations with our students, equity and anti-racism need to be in the forefronts of our minds, as well as giving our kids the means to gather factual information and form their own opinion. But this is wildly different than indoctrination or propaganda. Of course. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. (laughs) Of course we want. We just want to center, censor and regulate and control the entire Internet and make sure that people don't get across, uh, you know, get access to certain information. But but this is not about indoctrination or propaganda. No, no, no. It's, it's just about truth and honesty. But this is wildly different than indoctrination or propaganda because I'm not trying to sway my students' opinions. I want them mm. to form their own educated Of course opinions. you do. What I'm doing is challenging a broken system and hopefully laying the groundwork for progress and justice. The very fact that you're saying that it's a broken system <clears throat> is an objective point of view. Sorry, that's <laughs> a subjective point of view. It's literally a subjective point of view, right? And it's not enough. I mean, as bad as it already is, these people will, it will never stop. The progress train never stops. These people need to reform everything. And even as bad as everything is today with critical race theory, anti-whites, bullshit, and, and all these things that they're teaching... It's still not good enough to these people. Oh, it's a white, it's a system of white supremacy, right? So we'll go from one cat lady uh, in in the classroom to another cat lady, uh, where the cat lady is over to uh, over at Google here uh, momentarily and looking what uh, at what they're doing. Uh, let, let me read this from Archie here first. While registering to vote in the Canadian federal election, I noticed that mail-in voting is an option. That's right. Yep, see, told you. Months ago, I also read that the machines sometimes are used for complex civil elections. Yeah, so I've heard that they're using, literally using Dominion voting systems, at least in some part of Canada. I think it was, there's other countries doing this too. Um, look, they'll be, they'll be rigging this from now on and out. I think they, they, they just don't care. And with the mail-in ballots and the same thing in California, right, with the recall election of Newsom and stuff like that, they'll just they'll just rig all of this. Thank you, uh, Archie. Blasalisa says, proud goys are a gay op to keep us uh, dummies distracted. Yeah, I'm not sure what the breakdown of the dynamics there is of the uh, what's happening in Olympia, Washington, what we're looking at. Some people said tiny. I guess they know know who it is or something. I, I'm not aware of, of some of these guys. Um, but the point stands, right? It's like they're just... They're just shooting each other out in the streets right now. 
and he can just make a video that oh I guess they're looking for me uh, and I'm sure and I'm sure all these uh, all these people just like we saw the last time I forget his name now uh, but they'll make all these uh, puff pieces and just well he was it was self defense he had to defend themselves uh, obviously right so Google is releasing a dot doc. doc uh, in, an internal doc, rather, has been released here, and uh, yes, it's it's um, uh, uh, pro demographic replacement. Christopher F. Rufo doing it. Uh, I still maintains uh, the majority of uh, the stuff that he pulls out is is good, and it's good that he's doing that, and we can see. Uh, but he's not going. He's not offering any <laughs> real solutions to it. Uh, he's just highlighting the problem, which is okay. This is a start. You gotta get in somewhere, right? Uh, anyway, he says here, scoop. Google has launched an anti-racism initiative. That America is a system of white supremacy. That's right. That's what. With everything we've happened, seeing with the statues being torn down of white ancestors and our histories being erased, and teachers are, are t- teaching anti-white critical race theory. It's still a system of white supremacy. And that all Americans are raced to be racist, including Ben, well, ben Shapiro does, he's, he's definitely the, the source of radicalization, don't get me wrong. Um, including Ben Shapiro, who's depicted as a layer of the white supremacy pyramid. We'll look at that in a moment here. Culminating in genocide. <clears throat> I have obtained a trove of whistleblower documents from inside Google that reveal the company's extensive racial re-education program based on the core tenets of critical race theory, including intersectionality, white privilege, and systemic racism. Here are some of the images here. Racial equity trainings. Join the watch party Friday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. Allyship learning sessions. It's from Google here. In a module called Allyship with a with a Y allyship in action. Google trained employees to deconstruct their racial and sexual identities and then rank themselves on a hierarchy of power and privilege, then manage their reactions through crying and ex- accessing their happy place. Allyship in action session one. Googlers, privilege and safety. May 13, 2021. <clears throat> Identify your privileged identities. Wheel of power. <laughs> Privilege. This is incredible stuff here. Uh, what do they have here? Le- uh, language, right? Language, <clears throat> gender, uh, citizenship, skin color, formal education, ability, sexuality, neurodiversity. Nice. They're adopting those terms. Mental health, body size. There we go. Housing uh, and wealth. Yeah, I know white people are losing their housing right now because they can't get a job and they're being uh, prevented from uh, from working. What about those, right? And it's the power wheel. Everything in the center is just about power, right? Uh, oppression Olympics. There you go. This is. I thought that was a joke. Was not a joke? We call it oppression Olympics. That was an actual thing, or did they pick up on the meme? In a video guest lecture by Ibram X. Kendi, of course, claimed that all Americans, including children as young as three months old, are racist. To be racist in the United States is to be racist to be racist. And to be racist uh, and to be racist to be racist is to be racist to almost be addicted to racist ideas. That's right. I'm not sure if there's a source here of, uh, of this one here, but you can see it's a very, uh, di- very diverse panel of uh, perspectives that they have here uh, on the equity talks on uh, the Google website or the Google uh, uh, internal, uh, you know, digital meetings. 
because the youngest of people are not colorblind. I mean, you know, between three and six months, our toddlers are beginning to understand race and see race by two years old. Yes, because that's our, those are natural. Again, this is a war against nature, a war against, a war against everything, which what, what it means to be human including differences of ethnicity or race, if you prefer, uh, uh, sex, uh, not gender. That's a, a social weird, there's a social concept of, of sex, of, of male, female, of differences and all that stuff. It's a, it's a war on that. And these transhumanist maniacs are bringing us to the, to, to the brink of extinction by pushing all this, th these crazy ideas, right? Uh, our little ones are consuming racist ideas and determining who to play with based on skin colors. Yeah, what well, it's that's it's basically that's another holocaust right there in and of itself. A kid didn't want to play with someone; he wanted to play with another kid, and there you go. Nation dismantled. Uh, denial of racism is proof that a uh, that a person is racist. For me, the heartbeat of racism is denial, and the sound of that denial is "I'm not racist." Candy told Google employees, "It is a critical, important step for Americans to no longer be in denial." about their own racism. So even if you consider yourself not racist, you have to be indoctrinated into accepting that you're a racist so that we can deprogram you from being a racist. It this is these are how military programs are run. It's a de it's a deconstruction construction program, right? That's all it is. These are this is what cults literally do. Right? They I, you can see this with the covid overlap, but you can see with the anti 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 white anti racist cult movement as well isolating you from people who think differently from you. Uh, you need to be broken down and then built up only on, in our image. We need to control your environments. We need to control your language. You need to always listen to the, the contradictions, right? No, you need to look at, you need to recognize differences. No, there's no differences. No, you, you need to be super nuanced, right? It's a, always this a slew of contradictions and opposing messages. And again, the same with the COVID stuff, right? The contradiction is a weapon and a tool in and of itself. You don't know what to do, where to turn. You you, you get hopelessly, you just throw your hands up and just say, fine, whatever. What do you want me to do? I'll just, I'll just obey. I'll just do what you tell me to do. I was trying to do this one thing here. Now you're telling me I can't do this. You, you know, you can't see race. Now you're telling me I have to see race, right? Again, we're not you know, concerned with any of this. We're beyond the step, but I'm talking about like normies, uh, the, the people at work, Google who truly wants to like absorb this and become a good, a good, uh, you know, uh, Google citizen, right? They truly want to do this. Uh, anyway, so here's the 1620 uh, here, more a very diverse uh, panel here, a diverse um, segment here. That's uh, teaching the Google, uh, the Google crowd, uh, the Zoomers and the Asians at uh, Google. <clears throat> Guest lecturer Nicole Hannah-Jones claimed that she created the 1619 Project to verify her lifelong theory that everything in the modern-day United States can be tra traced back to slavery. That's right. That's the that's the beginning point and the the starting and the beginning uh, the start and the end of everything. It's just slavery. That's it's Dunning-Kruger, folks. Uh, if you name anything in America, it can relate it back to slavery. Anything has to do with it. It's always uh, slavery. So let me show you these. Uh, we'll scroll down here. Here we go. Uh, a Google DEI, Diversity, Equity, Inclusion lead, created an internal document called Anti-Racism Resources, containing readings and racial consciousness exercises. One graphic claims that colorblindness, Columbus Day, 
weaponized whiteness and make America great again or covert white supremacy. Here he goes. Here you have a little uh, little uh, higher, a little pyramid here for you. Um, let me see here. I guess we can hide the overlay there so you can see. We'll uh, pull that back here in a moment. Overt white supremacy, socially unacceptable. <clears throat> so th these are socially unaccept unacceptable things. On the, on the top there, lynchings, lynching. Yeah, that's uh, that's socially unacceptable because there aren't you know there aren't like laws against that or something like that, right? Remember the the people who wanted to pass a law that against lynching. <laughs> it's like, well, that's uh, it's kind of already illegal, uh, I, I think, right? Hate crimes, blackface, the N-word, swastikas, neo-Nazis, burning crosses, racist jokes, racial slurs, KKK. No Jewish, no Jewish at, at, at all, right? Uh, okay, so you can read. I'm not going to go through all these. You see the the, the dumb, uh, the the, high, the the pyramid here at the bottom of this here too, too. Under <laughs> covert white supremacy, a couple of examples here. But we're all one big human family. <laughs> the boomer is going to be disappointed. Doesn't matter what you do, boomers. You're going to be. They're going to court. They're going to get you on that one. There's only one human race. Housing discrimination. Uh, we are post post racial. <laughs> you're so articulate. That's right. That's a covert white supremacy. Saying someone you're so articulate. <laughs> Tokenism. Treating kids of color as adults. <laughs> Denial of white privilege. There we go. This is some great stuff here. BIPOC as Halloween costumes. <laughs> oh, man. Assuming good intentions are enough. All right. We've seen this. This is They're kind of rehashing a lot of this. It's still fun, though, but fetishizing BIPOC. There you go. If you just love, if you just love seeing BIPOC, you're, you're, a, you're a covert white supremacist, folks. Bad news. Uh, we got bad news for you. Here, and here, here it is. Finally, we'll end on this here. Uh, this this segment will end on this. Uh, another graphic titled "The White Supremacy Pyramid" advances the idea that conservative commentators Ben Shapiro is a foundation of white supremacy. I don't, <laughs> that's totally true and totally accurate. Uh, and that Donald Trump is moving society on a path towards mass murder and genocide. Here you go. Here's the, the white supremacy pyramid. Here you go. We just had a, a, a guy in New Zealand stabbing, uh, you, you know, seven people. And uh, Jacinda Arden talked about how, well, we try to deport the guy, right? Uh, but this is the only thing you can remember when it comes to atrocities in New Zealand. It's only that guy. That's the only thing. That th this, is, this is the only thing they have. It's, uh, it's Breivik, the mosque shooter. Who the hell is this here? I'm sorry. I don't even know who that is. What is this? Who, who's that? Does chat know? Who's this guy on the far? Uh, who, who's the Who's the guy on the far right right there? I need a name on that. I don't even know who that is. Um, and then it goes down from there. Violence, call for violence. There's Spencer right there. Call for violence, I guess. Gavin McInnes, <laughs> Tommy Robinson. Discrimination, that's Trump and whoever that guy is right there. Uh, veiled racism is memes, I guess. Uh, Pepe meme in the form of Trump. Uh, minimization. That's the Ben Shapiro and uh, some other guy right there. Uh, and in indifference. If you have an "All Lives Matter" sign, you're uh, you're indifferent, and you're gonna have to pay because it all it all this whole pyramid, whatever you you, you fall along this line, uh, it's totally a campaign of genocide against non-white people. We are not being replaced. Uh, we are not being genocided in uh, many of our countries. Uh, the stuff, this stuff that I showed you earlier, is totally not. This is, 
this is totally not happening. We're totally not being replaced. Uh, we totally not have um, non-Irish people winning. Uh, you know, uh, n- not that this is some the the worst thing that could happen or anything like that. But it's about the uh, the misrep- misrepresentation and the and the diminishing or uh, minimizing, to use their uh, terminology here, minimizing the fact that Irish people are a minority in the world and they can't even be a, uh, <laughs> be part of their own their own institutions and and win their own. Uh, beauty pageants. And and again, that's not the most important thing, right? But it's just an example, right? It's it's just how bad it is right now. Uh, But this is what we're looking at here, folks, our future, if we don't stop this insanity. Uh, They're trying to keep us in check by saying we're the problem. That's why you just cannot... I I know you don't care about this, but there's people out there that they they run around and they try to hide and and cover and obey and all that stuff. And, well, I don't want to be part of this. This is just a temporary temporary strategy to gaslight you into thinking it's happening and and having you fight on this level of things about words or, or, or concept or no, that's not really happening so that this will come about, so that the replacement will happen, so that you're caught off guard and by the time you wake up, it's too late, right? That's what that's what this is about. Now, it's internally at Google, but of course that helps to reshape the company. If you reshape that company, they're the arbiter of information, of truth. They're the ones who give you search results and stuff it's it's control it's an information war once again right if you can have the google crowd all believe these this nonsense you can reshape the world by what people are looking at online that, that's what it's about uh okay let's go i we quickly wanted to mention this too by the way bolsonaro there's a it's an interesting thing happening in brazil uh there seems to be some kind of coup, like coup attempts um some coup attempts uh, and it seems that they're trying to overthrow. They're going to try to overthrow Bolsonaro. Is the perception, and then apparently he's been like, I saw. I didn't pull all these sources together because I just I, I was reminded of it in passing just before we went live here. But here's one source talking about it, and uh, he had apparently amassed a smaller a small military force to 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 do a counter coup. That's some of the latest stuff I've heard. It, it's very you know. Always really uncertain what you hear and what comes out at these kinds of situations. But anyway, here's from a, um, a mainstream source here. They listed at the bottom here, a uh, Brazilian source. And apparently this is the translation here, right? Either we take out Bolsonaro or he will implement a dictatorship in Brazil, says a member of the Supreme Court. This is from yesterday. Um... 7th of September, a member of the judiciary branch says he is astonished by the speeches of President Jair Bolsonaro, no party, in the demonstrations on Tuesday, the 7th, and defined the episode as surreal. I'm not sure what he's referring to specifically there. Uh, It looks like a fiction, fictional movie. The source told the column, preferring not to be named, he focused on Alexandre de Moraes, Minister of the Supreme Federal Court. But the attack is on the judiciary, Frontal said. In the opinion of this member of the judiciary, the president of the republic wants, with his attitude, to dig for the coup. Either we remove him or he implements a dictatorship in Brazil. This is like kind of what they argued in with Trump and stuff, isn't it? The point is, he has support. That's a fact. But I think there's no going back now. You have to stop this guy, Bolsonaro, or he's the one who stops us. We're still thinking about how to react. So this is an ongoing, unfolding thing here. 
uh, which is kind of interesting. So we'll keep an eye on this and see what happens. But apparently there's been he there's millions of people, I think it was, out for Bolsonaro. There, there seemed a lot of support for him or something. But there seems to be one segment, somewhat of a still somewhat of a sizable segment of the population. Uh, they basically want to try to overthrow and do a coup right now. So that could just <laughs> that could be another shitstorm uh, incoming, incoming essentially here uh, as well. Uh, something to be aware of. Uh, I thought, let me do a couple of these uh, on entropy here. Uh, Alt, uh, Ultima Power says, hey, Enric, I'm the dude that was talking about the birth control. Oh, yeah. Um, my apologies for getting heated. The subject just hits a little close to home for me. Yeah, no worries. It's all it's all good. Uh, I just wanted to clarify that. Was a, I mean, it was a, I get it, too, because I've, I've never been one who advocate for it. to say, oh, this, this is great. It's a great solution. And that wasn't really my point either. It was basically just saying, if you choose the, these, you know, crazy kooks, between uh, that we to looked at in the video specifically of them killing their babies or instead going on birth control and having some hormonal issues i i i think i'd favor them having hormonal issues and be on birth control although that's not for them ideal health wise but what i care they're lunatics trying to kill their own babies um and uh and that's kind of the end of it really uh but yeah that's that's absolutely absolutely crazy situation uh, th- that they kind of reverted back to this point where, like, oh, no, they're seeing they've, they've seen abortion as as a as a con- method of contraception as as birth like abortion is not birth control, right? Abortion is murder. Um, and furthermore, I don't want these fetuses and these uh, poor young early stage humans and these the souls to be subjected to these level of exp- of experiments and stuff that they are I, I mean it's it's incredible anyway thank you for that ultima no no problem no 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 offense taken just wanted to clarify that because it was a, a, a good comment like in warrior says i didn't see any mention of uh communist slash antifa in the socially unacceptable period no of course not uh they are on that side right i think i missed one here from den mother to uh, not all cat ladies are leftists. Some of us are real demographic, <laughs> are real demographics busters. No, I know it's just it's just kind of a. It's, hey, look, I have two cats. Uh, we have two cats ourselves here. I personally love cats. I think they're great. I prefer them over dogs, uh, for the most part. There's some breeds of dogs I do like, but I pr- otherwise I prefer cats. Uh, so I'm a, I guess I'm a cat man myself. But you know what we're you know what we're talking about when we talk about that, right? Thank you, Dan Mother. Appreciate that. Uh, okay, let me see where we're at here. Um, okay, so Australia here. Now, this is one of the main topics here uh, of the show today, including the Google story. But uh, in, uh, So we're going to take a look at both on the outside, but also the inside uh, of the quarantine facilities uh, in Australia and get a little bit of a, of a look at what's going on. But before we do that, let's talk about this here. There was a... a, a um, uh, what do you call it, a uh, testimony about, uh, yeah, is that one for later? Yeah, that one is for later, I think. Um, Australians being forced COVID treatments. A 19-year-old kid goes into the hospital in Sydney, Australia with pneumonia. While there, he claims to have seen police and hospital staff holding down patients and forced COVID treatments on them, even though they were yelling that they had tested negative let's listen to the testimony here from a a young girl about this okay for anyone who's just joined the story is a young man went into hospital with pneumonia diagnosed with pneumonia couldn't breathe um was put on a respirator as a result um he because he wasn't able to breathe still he was put into an induced coma 
Then he woke up from the induced coma and the story goes on. Um, once he regained his strength, he stepped outside the door um, and he saw people on the floor. He said it looked like a movie scene. People were being restrained by nurses and police and given treatment for CO so-and-so when they did not have it. He said that people were screaming, I don't have it, I tested negative. There was a Lebanese man screaming, I'm negative, I'm negative. And, um, and he was, he, apparently he was saying that people were then being um, rushed off to a psych ward when they were claiming this. It was a special psych ward Please. moved from what they call entrance eight. Um, he said, yeah, just, just, he, could, he didn't understand why there were police holding people down for forced treatment. And he said no one was allowed, obviously, to visit their family in there because it's a CO so-and-so ward. So no one really knows what's going on. He said the nurse that saved him, well, one of the nurses was being good to him. Um, and she said to him, I'm, I'm the one that saved your life. And she said um, that on his death certificate, because while he was in an induced coma, he actually died for five minutes. On his death certificate, they declared it a CO so-and-so death. The COVID death. But it was not. He had pneumonia. The nurse told him that this is what they're being asked to do. This is what they're being paid to do. And that he just needs to play along so that he can get out safely. He said that many nurses... Um, are aware of what's happening, but they're too afraid to speak out. Um, his partner, he, he was having conversations. Yeah, Matt, this is in Australia, here in Sydney. Um, he said that that um, people, that nurses were coming in while he was having conversations with his loved ones on the phone um, and, and, you know, acting really strangely so he would have to cover up his conversation whenever they walked in. Um and, um, and, and he said to his partner, who said, I'm coming to get you out of there. He said, no, 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 don't just let me play along. If I need, if I want to get out of here, I just have to play along with this game. So, um, that's the story. Um, he, he says that he wants to do this live. The reason why I didn't get him on tonight. Okay. Is because I asked him to really think about whether he wants to go public with this, um, and have a day to think about it. Because I think if he comes forth with his face, he's putting himself in danger. He says that he wants to do it regardless. He's a very brave young man. So he's told me that 8 p.m. tomorrow he will be on. Yeah, it's like a movie, Nikki. It's like a movie. Um, the re what, I, what I need you guys to do is make as many people aware as possible to try and get them on my account at 8 p.m. tomorrow night. I'm going to make a backup account right now just in case if everyone can follow it and get as many people on to hear this young man's story. I, I, I am. <laughs> we have to tell people what's going on. People need to know that these stories are true. Yeah, it is huge. It is huge. The woke mama. Um, He's, he's 19 years old, Nick. He needs a lawyer, Ziggy. Well, I, I, I uh, get him to speak to Zev. Um, Matt, could you, could you do me a favor? Actually, I'll DM you after this um, because I'm, I'm also like, there's also Candy Art. He actually went into hospital because he had pneumonia and he was diagnosed with pneumonia when he went in there. And when he died, 
um, he, they, they declared it a CO so-and-so death. Um, needs to chat to Zev. Yep. 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 I think it's really important, but I'm also very, very concerned for his safety. So I think it would be a good idea for him to talk to Zev. Um, I will message him. I'll message you, Matt, and, and find out Zev's details and maybe get the young man in contact with him tomorrow. I don't want to say which hospital it is. Okay, it cuts off there. I was looking for a clip in the meantime here. <clears throat> Actually, that's incredible if true, right? But we've so we've shown all these, you know, crazy, uh, crazy clips and stuff, right? And I should find, let me see if I can find this too. The apparently it was leaked. I showed it in yesterday's stream, right? But from <clears throat> out of Australia, the let me see if I can pull it up real quick here. Uh, their VARS rec recording system, apparently that's not open in the same way that like the American VARS is. Uh, so their version of this, and I'm waiting for my window to open up here, showed this, this is the incredible thing, right? It's showing that here's the, from the Australian government, Department of Health, database of adverse event notifications medicines. And you can see here in the beginning, right? Comirnaty, which is this new, uh, you know, well, not in Australia as far as I know, but it's been approved by the FDA. But, you know, America dictates a lot of this too. Like, whatever they do, all these other countries follows and stuff. But I doubt anybody have, have even been given this. I don't think we don't suspect there's much stock out there of this anyway. But they have three classifications. It's that, Comirnaty, it's COVID-19 vaccines, uh, type not specified. And then it's the AstraZeneca one, that, which is specified. Uh, but they say here in their database, if you just scroll down and look at the, the top thing, everything is listed in these columns and different adverse effects and all these kinds of crazy stuff. They've had 46,438 numbers of reports, which is incredible. And I say, well, some of those might be duplicates. Okay, so let's exclude the duplicates because it's from multiple suspected uh, medicines if it's a single suspected medicine which means the vaccine in this case 45,778 45,000 adverse effects number of cases where death was reported outcome 448 so almost 450 people according to the Australian government have died in Australia of the vaccine and then I happened to see what well, I was going to talk about this story you see on, on screen here but I saw up in the top ticker there it said Queensland records one new local acquired COVID-19 case. Check in app to include vaccination details. One new local case. They're shutting down the country over. In some cases, there's zero cases. There are zero deaths. Right. And I was looking for that damn clip. We played it a while ago, too. You guys might remember it, it was the health minister in Australia. And he's talking about how there's no, no one has died of COVID, right? No one has died of COVID. But then they're admitting, and it's coming out, that you have over 500 people, admittedly, from their own, the, the leaked document from the Australian government. They've, they've, they've killed 450 people with this vaccine for hardly even any cases, let alone deaths. And I wish I could find that clip because it's it's incredible, right? And that's why, you know, we had that one funny guy who was like screaming like crazy. We just lost it uh, because of this, right? Because he had said, oh, no one has died from it, right? Um, I'll see if I'll find it later. Uh, it's I, I did a couple of search terms. I have too many <laughs> too many clips, but trust me, that's what he said. They're, 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 they've been up on stage, they've been in front of the cameras, and they've said, no one has even died. No one has died of this, right? So anyway, so that's that's a side issue. That that's I didn't mean to go that way, but that's just an important thing to take into. Like all of this that's happening in Australia is literally for zero deaths and 
at the at the worst a couple of cases <laughs> a couple of cases and everybody's need need to be vaccinated everyone needs to be quarantined everyone needs to be hauled off right so here are these villages quarantine villages uh, could house returning Australians from overseas hotspots? It's just one one story, and I included it just to show you some of the images here of the proposed villages that they're building. Remember again, this was people who were making fun of people early on in this. They thought that there was the <laughs> they think going to be concentration camps, uh, coof camps. That's just that's ridiculous, right? And they're actually doing it. And of course, Australia is a role model. Australia will be coming to your town soon. If you're in the U.S., the FDA, uh, sorry, the CDC has already detailed documentation on what they call so-called green zones, right? Where people will be taken. The media has been talking about this. They want to they separate you from your family, and it will be based on bullshit tests. And yes, there is an issue with the PCR tests, and they're changing that, as I said in the beginning, at the end of this year. We'll see what happens after that point. But all of it so far, so far including now, all of these PCR tests that have been done have literally been done with what is called contrived samples of the genetic code of this supposed virus, right? Now, I've said it before. I, I think something real is happening now. I think people are getting really getting sick now. We're actually seeing hospitals full. It, it's, it's, in my view, completely co- contrary to what happened back in 2020. Now, maybe not completely. I'm not saying that maybe there are some areas here and there that had some of these, you know, real hotspots or whatever. But for the most part, the footage we saw coming out and stuff like hospitals were emptied. Nurses did, did TikTok videos. It was like a largely a narrative being driven in the media. Now people are actually getting sick. They're getting sick from the vaccine, but I also think they're getting sick either of something that they're actually putting out there. So when it's biowarfare, they're dropping other things. They're, they're, they're new viruses, new strains of this thing, whatever it is, right? I, I don't even, we can't, we don't know. We don't know. We have no information about this. We're just standing here as passive victims of a ruthless, intra-predatory species, psychotic elite that are just doing whatever the hell they please with us. And we're playing defense at every turn. Well, now do it. they did this to us now, they're doing this to us. Well, next up is, is the camps, and it's happening in Australia already, right? Maybe some people are dying from the from 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 being uh, subjected to the spike protein that people are shedding after they've been vaccinated. I don't know what's going on, but it, this year it seems different. 2021 and now going into autumn and winter, I suspect we're actually going to see a lot of deaths, actual deaths, real numbers, real deaths. And it's going to be attributed mostly to vaccines, but possibly also from real deadly strains that have arisen out because of the vaccination campaign. In other words, we're putting faulty or uh, not not faulty, but we're putting artificially created evolutionary pressures on a virus, which was engineered. And that's admitted now from the FOIA documents that came out that from the Intercept, from the NIH, EcoHealth Alliance, Wuhan Institute of Virology, they, they spliced they, they, these chimera viruses, right? As people said early on in the beginning. It's manufactured, and maybe it was even to such a degree manufactured that initially that's kind of nothing and it's harmless. When the vaccination campaigns begins, that cross, causes much of the mutations, and it just gets more and more and more and more severe. And the people who don't believe that this is real might now actually start succumbing to it because they're not taking precautions. So you might want to take precautions. We don't know where this is going to go. It's just a heads up, right? Anyway, here you can see proposed villages, Lakes Road, Patterson Road. There's different areas here. They're building these camps. Um, here's another overhead shot uh, of the camp in in Australia. Uh, balconies, neighborhoods, key to design. The Howard Springs Village near Darwin is being held up as Australia's best practice quarantine facility. 
The company that built it originally has an oil and gas workers village said the camp's layout helped in repurposing it to suit infection control, right? And we've seen some footage from this. We'll take a look at that in a moment. But I wanted to just show you here how the wonderful, how the wonderful camps look. And you can sit in these barracks and you can uh, enjoy life as being quarantined, right? So there's a number of uh, other stories here from the New York Times. Australia is betting on remote quarantine. Here's what I learned inside. The pandemic has enforced countries' per- peculiar currents of national identity. In Australia, it's a collectivist urge, sometimes at the expense of personal liberty. Yeah, you think it's getting so insane in Australia that even the Atlantic, and I showed the story the other day, even the Atlantic is coming out and like, whoa, 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 you gotta, we're kind of, we're kind of losing all every, all, all the freedoms here and we're just, you know, walking into this thing. Yeah, you, th- you think all you dumb idiots that were like cheering this on and think that thought about this was your, your health and protecting people. You're going to have a rude awakening at some point here, unless we fight back and push back against this. So here it is. There's some of the wonderful images from the village here. Uh, you know, mandatory nasal swabs once an hour. You know, you can't even lift out. You, you can't even put your uh, put your mask down for uh, if you if you're as much as 30 seconds delay. Did you guys see the video? We'll play it again. 30 second delay while you're drinking your tea. Well, guess what? The cops will show up. Put your mask back on. Look at this. waiting patiently to be fed it's like when you shake the uh the bag of dog the dog treats and dogs come running <laughs> we're all just outside waiting waiting just to be the fed cops come around and tell this woman off staying over here as well because there was about five seconds in between her taking a cup of a sip of her cup of tea and she took her face mask down cops came around literally on the dot and just pulled her up for it and she said well i'm drinking my tea and they said well not right now you're not put your face mask on um, it's a bit intense. <laughs> <clears throat> there you go. That's uh, one little view from the inside of what it's like sitting, waiting for the wonderful uh, the UBI lunch being dished out. Look, this is like the this is the prep for the fourth industrial revolution. Once when everybody loses their jobs, it's all automated. It's all AI and robotics. You won't have a job. You will be dependent on, on crawling to these same people to 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 live, basically, right? And you'll see your meat rations, just like in 1984. Double plus good. This a little bit too rich for me. No, thank you. I'll 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 opt for the I'll opt for the bug option here. The the square eat option. The the soil and green option. Look at these wonderful pictures here, folks. Coming out, community COVID-19 screening clinic. Uh, New York Times other articles too. What it's like to be quarantined on an Australian island. Evacuees taken to Christmas Island, a former detention center for asylum seekers, have been given sunscreens, sandals, and shorts. They also have video games. Wow, look at that. It's just like being a, a refugee. In other words, the refugee, we saw this story, I didn't pull it up on screen yet, but actual refugees from places like Afghanistan are actually given ivermectin. <laughs> now they're doing that for the, the worm issues and parasites, right? But that's been you know part of a, a, a slew of things that actually seems to work. Uh, against this thing, whatever it is, right? They're given that, and admit, but they don't have to be vaccinated. They can just walk into your countries. You're being taken to the refugee camps now on, on a faraway remote island. I mean, Australia is literally returning to its origin point. It's, it's returning to square one. It's literally returning back to a prison colony once again. And this is the, the model that's going to come to your country next if we don't stop this. That's how insane this is, right? So here's some other one. Look at these wonderful pictures here, folks. We're going to take a look at another video from the inside here shortly. 
But uh, <clears throat> yeah, here we go. A little, re- little refugee resettlement uh, camp here for uh, for white people. But it's fine. They have video games. It's not a problem. Uh, let me see what else they have here. Oh, yeah, you could play football. You know, it's nice. Okay, I didn't have too many pictures there. In the New York Times story, I'm not going to go through all of this. You, you, you get the point. The point is, I want to see what's from the inside. I don't want to see the the propaganda version from the New York Times and hear about how wonderful this is. And look at that. They're so efficient. And we should learn from this. And with they've done this successfully. We should take a, a, a note from their playbook, right? Here's a video from the uh, inside. I actually haven't seen the full one of this, uh, too. But here's some of the mandatory quarantine facilities down under. What? I reckon he's been here two weeks. He's losing his mind. This is out of control. This is police quarantine. This is shit. This is totally shit. Poor guy. Fucking hell. People go crazy in hotel quarantine. I relate to it big time. <laughs> Fuck. You obviously know there's a guy going off his head. Listen, why is he going off his head? Is it because he's supposed to be let out and you guys haven't let him out? Can someone call me? Can a doctor call me? Because I find this really disturbing. It's like a mental asylum, folks. It's revived again. We're going back to the good old times. 1910s, 1920s. Hi, there's a guy going off his head. You obviously know that. There's a guy going off his head upstairs, he's punching walls. Yep, can I ask why he's doing that? Is he supposed to be released from police quarantine? Jeez. Yeah, but... insane. They are insane. They're going insane. Okay, bye. Fuck. Now, if he had a virtual headset here and just headphones, you know, he could just tune out. He could be on a paradise island. This is what's coming, folks. This is the pod. This is literally the pod here. This is what it looks like. It'll be it'll be modern. It'll be it'll be clean. It'll be more brand new world than 1984. And there you go. Insane. Absolutely insane. Benefits to quarantine in remote locations. Following the recent COVID-19 outbreaks uh, <clears throat> from hotel quarantine, the state government has cut the number of quarantine hotels from nine from nine to six, reducing the number of returning travelers who may enter. Uh, but so this is what... The, I'm not sure if this is the location we're seeing on screen that where he, this guy actually is. Uh, but it, but it could be right. It absolutely could be. Uh, wow. I mean, zero deaths, hardly any cases, but people are dying from the vaccine. Four hundred and fifty people. I think I closed that, but you saw the doc earlier, right? Four hundred fifty people killed, according to Australia's VAERS type system, and still they're doing this, right? Um, 
So we'll, we'll continue watching this and see if there's any more footage coming out from inside of these mandatory quarantine facilities uh, in Australia because it will give you a little bit of a of a glimpse into your future. Look at this. Look at these. The mandatory, like the, t the, 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 the regular nose swabs things. And again, the PC, the, the PCR, the RT-PCR tests has not only been a fraud, it continues to be a fraud up to this at the end of this year, it's December 31st, and you guys saw that. Did you, if you watch the member stream, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, but it's almost like I want to pull it up again, right? Here's the, here's the, here's the article from CDC themselves. <clears throat> Changes to CDC RTPS PCR for SARS-CoV-2 testing, and they talk about that in the beginning that they have so-called contrived. Let me see if we can find that. Where is it? Uh, yeah, I read it yesterday. Okay, it might be deeper, deeper embedded into it then. This is just the like the initial page press release of it. Uh, we had the what was it the uh, was it the it was the Lou Rockwell source? It was actually. Uh, uh, what is it called again? No more fake. Uh, no, no more fake news. John Rappaport. Uh, we read the story yesterday. The CDC issued a document with the bulges was interesting and devastating admission. The release title is "Lab Alert: Changes to uh, the CDC RT-PCR for SARS-CoV-2 Testing." Uh, it begins explosively, right? So we looked at that page on this page right here. Have they have they updated or changed that because of the expose that they did? Um, anyway, he goes through it here. The contrived, right? Uh, CDC links to a PDS, PDF release, sorry, an FDA release title, SARS-CoV-2 Reference Panel Comparative Data. Okay, that's what it is here. Okay, maybe it's this one then. Here it is. Okay, there we go. So I found it on their website. Just want to make sure you can see this, right? During the early months of the coronavirus disease 2019 COVID-19 pandemic, clinical specimens were not readily available to developers of IVDs to detect SARS-CoV-2. Therefore, the FDA authorized IVDs based on available data from contrived samples generated from a range of SARS-CoV-2 material sources. For example, gene-specific RNA, synthetic RNA, or whole genome viral RNA. Contrived specimens, folks. That's all you have to know about this. So when you're looking at this testing, that you're seeing in that picture that we showed right there. When you're seeing this kind of stuff done on screen right there, there's 59 different companies that have developed these RT-PCR tests, and they're all testing for contrived samples of the genetic. It, it, what, what are they even looking for? How Do they have not, nothing of the genome se sequence? Do they have just a tiny bit? What, what? How much of it did they make up? Does that mean that now, as we go into the next year, 2022, they'll actually start having real samples of something is that is that what we're looking at here this is just it this is so insane it's so fucking unbelievable that they have done this and they're doing it right in front of your faces telling you that they basically just bah, we we contrived we have contrived sample we're not even really looking for stuff we don't even know what it is what e what even is it well we'll shut down your countries we'll take over everything we'll put you in camps We'll claim that you've test positive for something which we don't even know that wasn't even fully sequenced by the time that we gave these emergency youth authorization PCR tests, uh, you know, the approval. It's, it's, it's absolutely insane.
And we're just, and we're just, it's just keep, keep on happening, right? Here's actually, here's more from Australia. I got to play this too. Where is he here? Um, where did he go? Sorry, guys. Um, let me see here. Who was it again? Uh, I want to play one of the, I think the, one of the health directors. Let me see. Did, did I not get that one down? No, here it is. Okay. We're going to lock out the unvaccinated from society. Look at this. This is the point that it was all about the vaccine to begin with. I forget this guy's name. Maybe chat, you know, I forget. Was it Daryl or something? What was this guy's name again? Listen to this. Here's from Australia here. To protect the health system, we've got everybody locked down. We're going to move to a situation where to protect the health system, we're going to lock out people who are not vaccinated and can be. If you're making the choice not to get vaccinated, then you're making the wrong choice. You're making the wrong choice. And for safety's sake, and for the back to that point about how much work our nurses have to do, as this becomes absolutely a pandemic of the unvaccinated and we open everything up, it's not going to be safe for people who are not vaccinated to be roaming around the place spreading the virus. That's what they'll be, that's what they'll be doing. So there's every reason, <laughs> every reason uh, to get vaccinated. And there are appointments available, and there'll be even more appointments available throughout September, October, November. Let's get to those thresholds as fast as we possibly can. But yes, there's going to be a vaccinated uh, economy, and you get to participate that. You get to participate in that if you are vaccinated. Now that's not right now because, of course, there's many more people who want to get vaccinated than we actually can get through the system. But we're going to get to a point where everybody who can get vaccinated will have been offered the chance to do so. And we are not going to have a situation, well, at least not in Victoria, where we lock the whole place down to protect people who won't protect themselves. These go and get vaccinated. <clears throat> there you go. We're going to lock you out from society, right? Uh, we showed that one uh, African country, but no, no jab, no bank, uh, right? Uh, so this is, of course, coming here too. Uh, we'll talk about this here in a moment. Some of my sources are kind of thrown off here, but uh, that's fine. We'll get to it. Uh, here's uh, Jen Psaki here. Uh, let me see here. And it was, it's the same thing here to, to make the point that it's like the, the two-tier society is already here, right? And weaved into this, you'll have eventually you'll have social credit score. What you've said online, Australia is also taking over the Internet. And they're banning anonymity, for example, on the Internet. That's part of this too. Social credit score. Um, new behavioral patterns, digital IDs, right? This is what Klaus Schwab and all these people have been talking about. Uh, but it's going to come to America as well. And here's just one clip I came across, <laughs> came across. And apparently it's about an announcement that's coming tomorrow. I think this is from today. And someone asks, well, is this going to affect Americans or something to that effect? And then she says, well, it depends on if you're vaccinated or not, right? So this two-tier society thing. It's already here. It's already happening. We're living in it right now. Listen to this. Will there be new steps the president announces tomorrow? Absolutely. And will any of those new steps influence uh, the average American's day-to-day -day life? Should we expect any new mitigation recommendations as an example? It depends on if you're vaccinated or not. There we go. Depends on if you're vaccinated. But but that's fine. <clears throat> they're, they're, totally, they're totally not creating a two-tier society here. Politico. The surprisingly strong Supreme Court president supporting vaccine mandates. You know, we saw this from the ACLU. <laughs> they're actually like saying, actually, it could be uh, good for your civil liberties uh, to have va vaccine mandates. Uh, let me take a couple of these uh, entropy streams here. I don't want to end up behind uh, on those. 
Let me see here. Draconian Gip of Death says, uh, if infanticide isn't an example of macro-scale autoimmunity, <laughs> what, what is? In, if infanticide isn't an example of mac macro-scale autoimmunity, then what is? Well, you, you, good point, sir. <laughs> just, just doing my job and too scared to speak out doesn't cut it anymore. No, it's, I mean, we need whistleblowers, insiders, and how long are they going to allow this to go on, right? It, it, it's... It's incredible times, I'll tell you that. Never, we've never seen anything like it. Blast Elisa says, earlier there was mention of elites having longer lifespan. Not sure if you covered it already, but there's a recent article about Jeff Bezos investing in a startup that's working on just that. Absolutely. I mean, longevity uh, studies have been, they've been into this for a very long time. Gene therapies, different solutions, even like if you look at things like Blade Runner is kind of like about that. They want to try to extend the life of the, they put it in the frame that they are, you know, robots, biological robots, essentially, the uh, the skin jobs, as they call them, right? But they want to extend their lifespan. How do we do that? Uh, they're absolutely into that. These guys want to live forever, and they if they, you know, upload their comp brain to a computer or put that in some kind of largely mechanical body and stuff, that's what these people will do. Um, they don't care about the afterlife or what we're doing after all. This is, this is their heaven, <clears throat> and they're creating hell on earth for us. And they want to live forever here. That's that's what we're looking at. Thank you, Blas Elizo. But yeah, that's, uh, we have talked about that quite a bit. But they are uh, definitely into all any of the gene therapy. That's what I think a lot of the, uh, uh, the, the the blood transfusion, right? People like Peter Thiel are doing like blood transfusion from younger people and stuff. Um, they're taking organs. I think so, like David Rockefeller had something like uh, seven heart transplants and stuff like that, right? Where, where, is it, where are they getting all these organs from, right? Uh, Michael57DE says, dude from the Crow House calls Australia Alcataria in a recent video. Alcatraz, infamous prison island in San Francisco, uh, combined with Australia. Yeah, that's right. Alcatraria. Alcatraria? Or no, Al Alcatralia. That's, how I guess, how you would say it. Yeah, I know, um, um, I know the Crow House, uh, guy. I've had him on this show, I think, a couple of times. That's a few years ago now, though. I'm not sure where he, I think he's very... I I don't think he's aboard the the white genocide train uh, specifically, but he could be. I mean, I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, he's done some good work, uh, of course, and uh, a lot of good stuff in terms of what's happening in Australia right now, as far as I understand it. I haven't followed all of his work. Um, okay, so here you go. So I want to make that point, too, that... Um, they are pushing this, of course, in in the in the U.S. hard and in, in other countries too. Uh, basically, if you are not vaccinated, you uh, you you basically don't deserve any rights, right? I, and I saw this in passing too. It's kind of a tablet magazine, right? Um, a, a Jewish uh, paper, right? Had a story. Why don't they believe us? And was regarding the uh, the vaccination issue. You're struggling to understand where all this vaccine hesitancy comes from. Let me help you by Konstantin Kissin. Isn't that the guy behind the, what is it, trigonometry uh, channel right on YouTube and stuff out of the UK, I think, right? Uh, I, I'm not sure what his take is here, but it's kind of interesting. It's like, yeah, what? what uh, I want to see more detail what what he does to break this down and to explain why people don't believe, <laughs> why people have, uh, <clears throat> have doubts, right? Uh, but as I said the other day, just showing this as a reference point to that, but like, 
the authorities have done absolutely everything they can to demonstrate to us why we can't believe them, why we shouldn't believe them, why we can't believe them. Uh, these are the same people that uh, want us dead, and they hate us, and they're trying to replace us. And they want us out of the picture. Why the hell should we listen to them now, right? That's the basic thing. Uh, of course, he shows one screenshot from the, uh, the, the mostly peaceful protesters there, uh, <laughs> which is, of course, completely true and, and objective. Basically, the media has created, the big doubting category has basically been created by the mainstream media. Not sure that's the entire point he makes. Uh, but anyway, that's uh, Tablet Magazine for you right there. Uh, so here is uh, Jimmy Kimmel. It's a segment we talked about here. Uh, Pan Dimwitz. Jimmy Kimmel says the unvaxxed doesn't deserve ICU beds. The number of new cases is up more than 300% from a year ago. Dr. Fauci said that if hospitals get any more overcrowded, they're going to have to make some very tough choices about who gets an ICU bed. That choice doesn't seem so tough to me. Vaccinated person having a heart attack? Yes, come right on in. We'll take care of you. Unvaccinated guy who gobbled horse goo? Rest in peace, Wheezy. You're... There we go again with the horse paste, right? The the big the big lie, the big giveaway. Uh, if they put it down like this, the way that they have, there's got to be something to it. Uh, and of course, it's not it's not horse uh, paste. Uh, it can be used uh, for horses uh, to take care of parasites in their system, sure. Uh, but it's a natural bacteria that it was synthesized from, uh, and it helps all kinds of things uh, in your body, including taking. It's basically allowing your immune system to take care of things such as parasites. But apparently, judging from uh, uh, Judy Mikowitz and some of these others, they even say that they even claim that uh, ivermectin has like, uh, you know, anti-cancerogenic properties or anti-cancer properties and things like that. Uh, the FDA themselves um, had a, I think, a study on it. There was a, like something like 44. And I showed it yesterday again in the stream. I don't want to repeat everything over and over here again, but check out that. I showed... The 44 studies that had been made, right, on ivermectin, they constantly have to put it pull it, put it down. There's a quick screenshot over here, uh, too. 44 studies on ivermectin, and I think 39 of them came back positive. The CDC themselves had written about this. There's papers in journal, uh, uh, medicine journals and stuff like that, uh, talking about how this basically is a wonder drug, which hey, hel helps for all these different things, right? Early treatment, late treatment, um, prophylaxis, right? It, it's like 70% uh, improvement in all areas if you use it, right? So they continuously have to demonize it uh, because apparently it's something that actually works. And they don't want you to have something that works. Why? Because they hate you and they want to kill you. And they want to make sure that you take the vaccine. Anyway, back to uh, Jimmy Fallis. Uh, Jimmy uh, Dickface. I mean, Kimmel here. Uh, where's the clip? Here we go. Let's hear him out. Um, you can't have an eyes, you bet. I mean, we... The poison control centers have seen this spike in calls from people taking this livestock medicine to fight Lie. the coronavirus. Complete bullshit. But they won't take the vaccine, which is crazy. It's like if you're a vegan and you're just like, no, I don't want a hamburger. Give me that can of Alpo instead. <laughs> One of the reasons these sea biscuits are opting for ivermectin is because they don't trust big pharma, which is fine, I guess, except for the fact that ivermectin is made by Merck, which is the fourth largest pharmaceutical company in the world. And even Merck... Uh, that's not necessarily true. There are other companies that synth it's a synthesized molecule based on a natural. Does Merck do some? Yes, of course. But there's tons of other companies doing it, making it too. It's not just them doing it. They're one of the companies doing it. Uh, <laughs> so it's like that's kind of irrelevant. Uh, the point is, it was synthesized from a natural bacteria found in the soil in Japan, by the way. And they went completely over to it. The reason why they're demonizing it, I think, is because there's something to it. 
it's it's the only the only reason I can imagine that story from Rolling Stone magazine. We talked about that yesterday too, about how someone had uh, uh, victims of gunshots sh- uh, had been denied beds in ICUs because they were full of people that had overdosed on ivermectin. The Rolling Stones had the the initial uh, story was complete bullshit. The, the 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 entire thing was nonsense. And the hospital themselves issued a statement where they said that, yes, this person who claimed this, he hasn't worked with the hospital for two months. He's part of, like, the the, t- the team uh, that's, like, supplying, you know, uh, patients or whatever, or uh, supplying personnel to the hospital. But it was completely made up, right? And, and I showed it yesterday. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Uh, yeah, here it is. Completely made up. This is what it is, right? Um all the, the all the fake news stories you can see down below that show this story. Patients overdosing in ivermectin are clogging Oklahoma hospitals, right? All that stuff. And then, of course, the hospital themselves, and that's what's above there, but it's kind of small, so you can't see it. Here's a better version of that. Issued, issued a statement where they said, um, no one has, uh, uh, let me see here, uh, NHS Sequoia, which is the, the accusation of this against this hospital in Oklahoma, has not treated any patient due to complications related to taking ivermectin. This includes not treating any patient for ivermectin overdose. Uh, all patients that have visited the emergency room have received medical attention as appropriate. A hospital has not had to turn any patients away seeking emergency case. They just fucking lie. <laughs> always remember that. They just make it up. Okay? They just make it up. So all those stories down below are just a sample of, of the, how the media just reprints this, and it just it's the conveyor belt of, of bullshit fake news stories. Anyway, this is not the point about ivermectin. But if they're lying like this, there's something to it. Am I wrong? Is telling people to cut it out. They released a statement saying ivermectin has no scientific basis for potential therapeutic effect against COVID. There's no meaningful evidence for clinical activity or clinical efficacy in patients with COVID-19 disease. And there's a concerning lack of safety data in the majority of studies. No. If a pharmaceutical company says, please don't take the drug we're selling, you should probably listen to them. Or, <laughs> or you could just go with a TikTok post. So why are they going with, so why are they giving it to horses then, right? It's, it's still mammals, right? Okay, sure, weight difference, right? But it's like uh, many animals have a more sensitive system than, than humans do. Um, it's still it's still working. It's much much in the same way. There was people. It's become a meme, and I showed it yesterday. Let me show it again today. It's 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 kind of funny. Uh, it's become a meme, and it's fun to see the the meltdown that it, it instantaneously happens over something when you do not obey the propaganda doesn't work, and people almost intentionally go over the top to like, yeah, did you get your horse pace? Horse pace is based. You know, we're gonna we're gonna we're we're winning with horse pace. So this is one of the clips that came out. Check this out. Uh, it is kind of funny. Fantastic, fantastic stuff. Whoever made that, good, uh, good for you, sir. I uh, do appreciate it. Okay, back on track. <clears throat> We're sidetracking too much. Um, here's uh, Howard Stern uh, regarding mandatory vaccinations as well. Uh, fuck them. Fuck their freedom. But it's really funny when these radio, the radio guys are the best. There were like four of them died 
four of them who were like ranting on the air, they will not get vaccinated. Uh, they were they were on fire. These guys. It was like day after day, they were all dying. And then their dying words are, "I wish I had been more into the vaccine. I wish I had taken it." You know, then, I have trouble drumming up compassion, and I think so. that's a terrible thing to not be able to drum up compassion for for people that stupid that they wind up dying. Where do I have that clip of that Mark Berniari guy? Bernie Air, the guy who died. Oh, I got it. Here it is. This is the guy, uh, you know, you know, I'm not getting the vaccine. Fuck, but that's the guy who died. That's a great question. And we were going to talk about that as far as the vaccine goes. You know, what about you? I'm not taking it. Come on. Are you kidding me, Mr. Anti-vax? <laughs> Sheepers. Ever? Sheepers. No. Anti-vax, Mr. Anti-vax. And, and he died? Yeah, he's dead. He's no longer walks. There were three other guys, too. I don't have tape of all of them. (laughs) And they're on the radio preaching this shit. I tell you what, as far as I remember, when I went to school, you had to get a measles vaccine. You had to get a mumps vaccine. You had to get, there was a ton of them you got. You still have to. In order to go to school, you have to have certain vaccines. First of all, I I don't agree with that. But second of all, this is a completely different scenario because this is uh, a new experimental gene therapy, which has nothing to do with dead or attenuated viruses. It's completely different. I'm not against the idea of the concept of inoculation, of having, of essentially teaching your immune system to do it. What I am against is the adjuvants in it, right? The preservatives, the adjuvants, the other the, the toxic cocktail that they also include with this goddamn vaccine, uh, which is the which is the problem, not the idea of it, right? So if they had a different method or or, or something, uh, I could totally understand it, right? I still just don't. I I just you know call me crazy, but taking dead gene edited or even mutated viruses or again like uh, alter you know, altered viruses and injecting them right into your vein and, and veins of little kids. Call me crazy, but I think I think that could kind of be a bad thing. And then you include like all the things like the mercury passing your blood brain, brain barrier, barrier, right? Thumb aerosol is one of the mercury-based ones as an activator, right? All these different adjuvants that they put in. Uh, it's kind of a problem. But the point is back to the, that's not what this is though. This is a new experimental technology. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know the full uh, consequences of it. That's why a lot of people are against it as well. Dumbass. But anyway, yeah, so he's like, yeah, he's just, screw you. You have no freedom. Take take it all from them. When are we going to start putting up with the idiots in this country and just say, you now, it's mandatory to get vaccinated. Fuck them. Fuck their freedom. I want my freedom to live. There you I want to get out of the house already. I, I want to go to the next door and play chess. I want to go take some pictures. Remember when they said the people that didn't want to go with the lockdowns that they were selfish? What do you want to go? You want to go to go to a ball game? What is it? <laughs> and now they're literally the ones saying like, "Oh no, I want to go play chess. I want to go see a concert. I want to go see some sports ball." Uh, fuck them and fuck their freedom, so that you can have your freedom to go out and do the things that you want to do. Okay, well that makes total sense. So your uh, your rights begin where where our rights end. Then is that how this works? Um, it's incredible, right? They are they're seeking a guarantee from a medical authority or, or, or whoever like at the top of the food chain here and is in charge. They're seeking a a guarantee from them that they will never get a disease from somebody 
that they will be infected by something, that they will have something being transmitted to them when they're out in public. It's a all of a sudden, overnight, this completely changed. There's always been an unwritten kind of assumption that like if you are out there in the world and engage in the world, yes, things will things could happen to you. Doesn't mean we shouldn't do anything or try to stop it if we know that something that's not that's not the argument I'm making. But the thing is they're trying to guarantee a kind of safety which basically would ensure the end of life as we know it. You cannot guarantee these things. You cannot you, you can't do this, right? We have a proposed strategy of how we potentially could have dealt with the virus a little bit later. We'll get to that in a moment here, but I'm getting long-winded here. I want to quickly uh, skim through a couple of these um, headlines here, and then we'll move to towards the end here uh, of the show. Let me check entropy again. Blastalisa says, Joe Rogan is looking into suing CNN for lying and saying that he was taking horse dewormer. Yeah, so they just call it horse paste or horse dewormer, and it's like, okay, well, that's... That's fine. I guess you can use it for that uh, too. But it also is approved in in uh, humans. There's a pill version form of it. And the reason, of course, why people turn to the paste is because the other stuff has run out. It's being denied. People even even the the many parts now, at least in the U.S. I know that's like it's it's not for sale. It's behind a counter. You can't. You have to prove that you have a horse and like all these crazy. Like who gives a shit? This this has been available all this time. They do not want you to have a solution. They they are not doing this because they care about you and they want to save your life. These people hate you, right? They're the, fuck their freedom, fuck all of them. That's what uh, that the, that's the uh, Howard Stern show. That's what they're telling you. They hate you. They want you gone, <laughs> and but they care for. They love you so much that they want to force you to take the vaccine. And no other, uh, no other therapies should be available to you. Uh, Black Phillips says, Henrik, maybe the real vaccine was the antibodies we made all along, uh, or made along the way. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's uh, th that should have been the strategy, right? You just, you can't, you can take certain measures, but to think that you can totally eradicate something, this is why we've never managed to eradicate something like the flu. And of course, that's in the coronavirus families. In a way, you just have to kind of, you, you just kind of have to deal with it. The other sinister layer to this is, of course, that it was not naturally derived, right? These were the Fauci, Peter Daszak, and his boys at EcoHealth Alliance. To, as, as a go-between between NIH, Fauci's department there, uh, and the Wuhan Institute of Virology, were playing around with this kind of stuff. They were splicing things. They wanted something which was more transmissible. They were playing with, uh, you know, chimera uh, uh, viruses and stuff. So they, 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 this is those are the people that should be held criminally responsible and, and and liable for what we've seen over the last eighteen or so months, right? Uh, Fauci, Fauci, Fauci. He's not the only guy, but he's uh, he's way up there on the list, right? Uh, okay, let me take a couple of these here, or these uh, headlines here real quick. Uh, heads up on a false flag event, potentially at some kind of vaccination center or something like that. Salon had a story, anti-maskers and anti-vaxxers now present real threat of violence. <laughs> Again, it was like that to go back to uh, Trudeau that we talked about in the beginning. They're throwing pebbles. We're just killing the nation. We're shutting everything down. We're killing people with the vaccine, but they're throwing pebbles. They're threatening us. Across the country, more anti-vax extremists are turning to violent. Are turning violent. It's time to take the threat seriously. <laughs> this is like, all right, what are we going to hear? So here's an example of a, of a potential gay op that we're going to see, right? So apparently this happened already at a Polish vaccination center, and they call it an act of terror. Someone lit up, I guess, uh, 
turn it on fire. We don't. Maybe it was an accident, or maybe someone at the 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 the, the place there did it, right? Maybe it's to cause sympathy or say, oh, the anti-vaxxers are terrorists now. We need to lock them up. There's a number of layers to this, you know. But again, if you kill, if you're killing people with, if you, if your son and your daughter is, is it, kill is murdered, it's dead dead because of this experimental gene therapy. Should you be held accountable? Should you be held liable? Right under emer emergency youth authorization, they can do whatever the hell they want. Counterterrorism expert combats vaccine misinformation. This is from uh, uh, May, end of May this year. But still, this is like this is a this is a terrorism issue now. This is how insane it's getting. Right? CDC is uh, shifting language. Very important thing, of course. Uh, that one of the most things about uh, all of this uh, and what the agency can do right now. Uh, they want to have new inclusive communication guidelines where they're striking gender language like biologically male. <laughs> the new guidelines are filled with equity-based language and gender-neutral language alternatives. Good stuff. Good for you, CDC. That's the, of course the most, uh, of course the most important thing. Let me see how long this clip is. Yeah, it's not too long. Uh, the video of it's kind of wonky, uh, kind of shot sideways, so it's weird. But it's from a, uh, from a, a group call. And it's with a guy called Dr. Roger Hodkinson. He's the chairman of a biotech company or biotechnology company that sells COVID-19 tests. And he had a few things to say about the COVID situation. Uh, listen to uh, this. Could be interesting for you to hear. And then we'll uh, start wrapping up here soon after that. Uh, Mr. Chairman, this is Dr. Hodkinson. I just want to let you know I'm standing by. Oh, okay. Well, we would love to hear from you. It's like vertical yours. upside down the video, but it doesn't matter. Just look Thank at the, listen much. to it. And I do appreciate the opportunity to address you on this very important matter. Um, I'm, what I'm going to say is lay language and blunt. Um, it's counter-narrative, and so, so you don't immediately think I'm a quack. I'm going to briefly outline my credentials so that you can understand where I'm coming from in terms of knowledge base in all of this. I'm a medical specialist in pathology, which includes virology. I trained at Cambridge University in the UK. I'm the ex-president of the pathology section of the Medical Association. I was previously an assistant professor in the Faculty of Medicine doing a lot of teaching. I was the chairman of the Royal College of Physicians of Canada Examination Committee in Pathology in Ottawa. But more to the point, I'm currently the chairman of a biotechnology company in North Carolina selling a COVID-19 test. And I might, you might say I know a little bit about all of this. The bottom line is simply this. There is utterly unfounded public hysteria driven by the media and politicians. It's outrageous. This is the greatest hoax ever perpetrated on an unsuspecting public. There is absolutely nothing that can be done to contain this virus other than protecting older, more vulnerable people. It should be thought of nothing more than a bad flu season. This is not Ebola. It's not SARS. It's politics playing medicine, and that's a very dangerous game. There is no action of any kind needed other than what happened last year when we got felt unwell. We stayed home, we took chicken noodle soup, we didn't visit Granny, and we decided when we would return to work. We didn't have anyone need anyone to tell us. Masks are utterly useless. There is no evidence base for their I'm effectiveness sorry. whatsoever. Paper masks and fabric masks are simply virtue signaling. 
They're not even worn effectively most of the time. It's, it's utterly ridiculous seeing these unfortunate, uneducated people, I'm not saying that in a perjurative sense, seeing these people walking around like lemmings, obeying without any knowledge base to put the mask on their face. Social distancing is also useless because COVID is spread by aerosols, which travel 30 meters or so before landing. Enclosures have had such terrible unintended consequences. They should, you, everywhere should be open tomorrow, as was stated in the Great Barrington Declaration that I circulated prior to this meeting. And a word on testing. I do want to emphasize that I'm in the business of, te of testing for COVID. I do want to emphasize that positive test results do not, underlined in neon, mean a clinical infection. It's simply driving public hysteria, and all testing should stop unless you're presenting to hospital with some respiratory problem. All that should be done is to protect the vulnerable and to give them all in the nursing homes that are under your control. Give them all three to 5,000 international units of vitamin D every day, which, is, which has been shown to radically reduce the likelihood of infection. And I would remind you all that using the province's own statistics, the risk of death under 65 in this province is one in 300,000. One in 300,000. You've got to get a grip on this. The scale of the response that you're undertaking with no evidence for it is utterly ridiculous given the consequences of acting in a way that you're proposing. All kinds of suicides, business closures, funerals, weddings, etc., etc. It's simply outrageous. It's just another bad flu. And you've got to get your minds around that. Let people make their own decisions. You should be totally out of the business of medicine. You're being led by, down the garden path by the chief medical officer of health of this province. I'm absolutely outraged that this has reached this level. It should all stop tomorrow. Thank you very much. <clears throat> yeah, there you go. So I think he's I think he's correct. I think he's absolutely correct up to this point. And then the caveat I would add to this is but now we're in the now we're truly in uncharted territory when it comes to death. And it could be completely driven by the, by the vaccine, the vaccinated. It could be I even saw someone in chat mention it like what if the the, the, the vax like the vaccine is the de the delta variant that they're saying, right? And in many cases they don't even check for that. It's very Rather to check exactly what strain, but these are there's new strains, there's the mu strain uh, that they're keeping an eye on. There's all these different versions of it now and stuff. It's it's just it's a mishmash, hodgepodge, confusing, absolute, ridiculous thing, right? But I do believe still that you're going to see a large segment of the population die. Uh, what the real reason for that is could be and should be uh, discussed. Uh, but I, I think we're going to be told lies about it regardless. I think it's going to be probably, number one, primarily the vaccinated, but then number two, probably unvaccinated people that are either been exposed to the spike protein uh, and or that have been exposed to new strands which have been, or strains which have developed because of the vaccine. And that might be real. So I think there's something, uh, uh, something, uh, something much more real is happening now. But I think he's correct overall that the way we should have treated this 
was to let it run through the population just like you do with flu. You protect the vulnerable, but the, the we have herd immunity, that's it, it's out, instead of all these weird measures and stuff like that. So anyway, a new virus has also just dropped. Of course, we talked about the other day a new kind of weird uh, uh, type of, uh, what was it again? Um, was it a, me a measles, ver kind of a measles uh, that left... Um, Toddlers and, and young children's arms and legs um, paralyzed, right? All these weird things. And how do we know that any of this, these are natural at this point, right? Um, so the USA Today had this there. What is this here? What is the Nipah? I think you pronounce it Nipah. Nipah virus. And why is it more deadly than COVID-19? A virus expert explains. Uh, officials in India are racing to contain a virus outbreak that has claimed the life of a 12-year-old boy and is deadlier than COVID-19. The Nipah virus, of course, right? Conveniently. Uh, the Nipah virus was first discovered in Malaysia and Singapore in 99 after multiple pigs and people became sick, according to the CDC. So far, only recorded outbreaks have occurred in Asia. It's classified as a zoonotic virus, which is, again, what the one is of virology was working on, right? That initially spreads from animals to people. It can also be transmitted through contain, uh, contaminated food and directly between people. The Nipah virus is not related to the COVID-19 virus, but may have the same or originating source, bats. Yeah, that seems plausible, right? So someone said that they uh, they took, uh, they took uh, parts of the Nipah virus that were found, right, in... Uh, it was actually this source, the Epoch Times. Samples from early Wuhan COVID patients had genetically modified Hanipa, one of two types of viruses sent from Canadian laboratory. And I think that they talked also about the Nipah virus, the Hanipah, which I think is like a root a root version of the virus, and then Nipah is like an outcrop of that, basically. Uh, but anyway, what are the signs and symptoms? Symptoms of the Nipah virus vary from asymptomatic uh, to acute respiratory infection. Oh, just like COVID then. At its worst, uh, encephalitis, a swelling of active tissue in the brain that can be fa fatal, according to the World Health Organization. So it's like, can we take any of this seriously? Are they just r ramping up fear and, and paranoia about this? Or is it actually out there? <laughs> That's what's so insane now, right? And everyone has like, well, they've been screaming wolf for such a long time that no one is believing them, which which they have good reason to do. But watch out. That's when they get you. That's when the that's when the real thing actually gets released out there and you better take precautions because that might actually... you Now you might actually start seeing... Zombies in the streets and, and, and bodies all over the place, right? That's what's so crazy about this. Infected people can experience sore throat, fever, headaches, and muscle pain. So just like COVID then. If the infection progresses, dizziness and altered consciousness could be a sign of encephalitis. Is that how I pronounce that? Encephalitis. Latsis. Uh, that's it. As good as it's going to get, folks. The start of symptoms ranges from 4 to 14 days after exposure, and there are currently no vaccines available to treat the virus. Well, I'm, I'm sure they'll get to work on that uh, right away tomorrow, and then there'll be forced vaccinations against everything they can come up with, right? All right, okay. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, I think we'll wrap up there. I did have a couple of other stories, but we've been going for, for some time. So I do appreciate you guys. Uh, we'll pick this up on Friday. We are going to have uh, Tim Murdoch from White Rabbit Radio with us, guest hosting on Friday. So uh, check out that. Don't miss it. As usual, we start uh, at 3 p.m. Pacific. That's 6 p.m. Eastern. That is uh, midnight Central European time. 
and then, of course, over the weekend show, I have two prospects of guest hosts uh, joining in as well. Uh, we'll see who we get nailed down for that, but we're going to do Weekend Warrior as uh, usual, uh, bar barring uh, no uh, weird effects. Uh, <laughs> that we experienced over the weekend. And again, if you want to find out more about that, check out this member stream that I did yesterday, kind of as a stand-in for uh, the Missed Weekend Warrior Show uh, this weekend. So shout out and thanks to all the members out there for joining us. We do appreciate you guys. Thank you for your support. If you do want to join us, of course, there's a number of ways you can do that. Uh, we encourage you to sign up over at Subscribestar. That's an easy way if you want to use, use your uh, credit or debit card. Uh, it's subscribestar.com slash redice. It's uh, 10 bucks a month, and that way you get access, full access to redicemembers.com, which means all the second hour, many of the interviews that we've done, exclusive videos, and of course, Weekend Warrior, kind of our flagship show uh, that we do on, uh, that we record on Sundays, and then it goes up uh, on redicemembers.com after that. I am going to start doing a couple of more uh, member streams, though, so that's uh, something that's coming as well. Uh, we do have a couple of guests uh, booked in as well. Uh, I'm trying to nail down John Waters. I am going to try to get Andy Kaufman on the show. I'm, I think he's really busy now, but I do want to get him on. Uh, we had Dan, Dan Lyman. He's covering uh, a lot of the situation over in uh, Europe uh, uh, right now, for actually for Infowars. Uh, but he's a cool guy. Uh, talked with him uh, on and off, so he's coming up next Tuesday. I'm going to try to get uh, Mark Collett back on. I am going to get Kevin McDonald back on the show as well. There's some of the people we have lined up. Uh, guest suggestions, send them to redeyes.com. Oh, I'm thinking I'm going to get a hold of uh, uh, Boar Jack as well. Or is it Jack Boar? I think it is. Or, or is it Boar Jack? Um, he actually sent an email, so uh, I'm going to reach out to him and try to book him in as well, uh, following and continuing watching the situation in South Africa, which is always dire, uh, of course, but important to keep up with that too. Uh, we do have a couple of other options here for you to entropy, of course, entropystream.live slash red ice TV. Uh, they have a month to month option or you can do a one time payment. Uh, we also have the cash app and we have the uh, an e check or ACH option. If in the US, it's like paying a utility bill, uh, you can sign up using crypto if you so prefer, uh, or we do have a mailing address as well if you want to do it that way. All the information is on redicemembers.com. Just uh, click on um, sign up slash renew if you have an account and uh, then choose your subscription length and then click next. You get to a page that have all the instructions uh, on how to sign up. If you don't have an account, it's really easy. Uh, just click sign up on the top uh, right if you're not logged in and you can uh, check it out that way. Thank you, boys and girls. Really appreciate it today. Thank you for joining us. Uh, always a pleasure. We'll be back with much more than Friday. We do have some shorter videos that we're working on as well. We try to turn those out as quickly as we can, uh, but we appreciate your patience as we've been going through this up and down and weird thing uh, being afflicted by whatever the hell this is. We haven't figured that out yet, but we'll uh, we'll see. Boys and girls, we'll see you on uh, Friday, if not sooner. Take care, everybody. Thank you to all the supporters out there. We'll see you soon. Do you love Red Ice? Want more? Get access to exclusive material by signing up for a Red Ice membership. You'll be able to watch Weekend Warrior, our flagship show, the second hour of interviews and other special feature videos only for subscribers. Were you a member and we lost you along the way? Renew! We love and appreciate you guys and gals and cannot do this without you. Help us be a sane voice, a lighthouse in the sea of insanity. As times get tougher, as people are searching for answers, they're going to need content like red ice. A little of all your support can go a long way. Thank you.